Warning. The following presentation may contain excessive alcohol consumption, obscene language, controversial opinions, heavy metal, and actual wrestling chat. As such, it has been rated M for metal. Welcome to the latest edition of Mickey's Mosh Pit. As usual, I'm your host, the heavy metal hooligan, Mickey Vago. Now, if you're watching this on the, the week of release, then this upcoming Saturday is the final WrestleZone show of the year. It's Christmas Chaos. Um, I do believe there are still limited tickets available for this one. So if you are planning on going, I suggest to get your tickets sooner rather than later. Um, as far as what I'm doing for this one, um, it's back team with Chris Archer. So it's myself and Chris Archer as the rejected, taking on the team of Alan Sterling and oh or Captain Alan Sterling, sorry, and Kill Valhalla. So going by the guys in the match, uh, this one's going to be a bit of a caper. Um, we're gonna have a bit of a nonsense. Um, I am just like the Halloween show, I am thoroughly looking forward to this. Get back in front of a crowd. Hopefully it's another hot crowd like like back at the Halloween show. Um, but yeah, it's, we're just going to have a blast with it. And hopefully, going into next year, we'll get back to some sort of regularity and get to keep things going. But yeah, as I said, um, there are limited tickets left. So if you are planning on going, I suggest not waiting about to get tickets. <clears throat> um, as far as today's episode is concerned, we've got Lou King Sharpen. Um, who's a guy who I know quite well. We've we, we debuted on the same WrestleZone show. Um, we've teamed together. We've we've fought each other, so we do know each other quite well. And and being the the well-travelled international superstar that he is, he has got quite a few wild stories to tell, um, which which we'll get into. Um, I will apologise in advance. Um, the last. 45 minutes or so, we did have some sound issues, although I didn't notice at the time. But after the, the spider incident, let's say, um, Lou came back and his, his microphone wasn't quite the same. Um, for some reason, it, it had gone very quiet. I I have tried to fix it as best as I can, but as you've seen to the shit show editing, is not, it's not my strong point. So, so for that last part, you'll just need to turn volume up to hear what you're saying. Um, but yeah, so we'll just we'll just jump straight into it. So here it is. It is looking sharp. Right. So welcome along to the latest edition of of Mickey's Mosh Fit. Up today, we've got a, a genuine, authentic international superstar. <laughs> he is your your mother's favorite wrestler. He's the blood tourist. It's looking sharp. How you doing, mate? How's it going, man? Looking forward to Vegas. I mean, do you want to start with Yvonne Dudley or will we do the intro first? You know what I mean? <laughs> I can go on right now. <laughs> well, I, I, we'll wait. We'll, we'll get into it aye, shortly. Because it could tack up quite a bit, like you said. Aye, we'll, talk, we'll consider that a preview. <laughs> like, you want to talk about it? All I tell them is that we beat them, you know what I mean? But that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's 
I I'll be loving it. in various that. different ways. <laughs> Aye, it's like fucking I've I, I've told that story like umpteen times on this podcast now. I was like, yeah, <laughs> come on, I beat Devon Dudley. <laughs> Excellent. Bye. Um, like I said, it's fucking. We've got wrestling back. Basically. Just about, just about. It's it's getting there. Hard to say. We've got fear and loathing this weekend. The bar is. Right enough. My first, my first, my first big, big crowd. So looking Aye. forward to that. How much are they getting in for that? No idea. No idea. idea. But hopefully, more, more than what, more than what we've been used to. Aye. So, <laughs> Aye, it's, better, it's better. It's better. than than what we've had. Aye, it'll be this latest. Like I said, we were back uh, last month. October was our first show, and see that first time through the fucking car, and it's just like they were just ready oh, for it. Like a hundred percent, just hundred percent bouncing backstage. Like I couldn't wait. Well, especially fucking they made the mistake again. Me the fucking the Halloween brawl. So it was that fucking weapons and I was like, I just, <laughs> you fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> First one back, you're scalp that pumpkin. Aye, basically. No, in fact, I was doing the scalp one with the pumpkin. Um, <laughs> fucking, again, normally, normally you do the fucking, can bit the pumpkin and you hit the boy with it. And then, the yeah, boy, yeah. again, you take the bump, whatever. I says, that's not all right. It's a fucking, it's a helmet. I've tossed it to my heat button boys with it. Just a caper, like that. <laughs> but, like, we got in the wrestle zone. So, so the first time, we cross paths. I think we debuted for wrestlers on the same show. Okay. Was that the Cloverleaf show? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I wrestled, I wrestled Scottish Swift on that. Aye. Like, I was nice to rest. I did run and saved Archer, but that was the same. Okay. That was the, we debuted the same show. And I remember, like, I was, I didn't mind the boys telling me, I didn't think you were 15 or something there. Uh, 16. Or so, maybe 16, figure 16. Because I was, I was double your fucking age there. <laughs> I was 30 when I fucking debuted the boys were like hey, this boy's only 15 or whatever I was like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> I started young man <laughs> I I like fucking like, I had listened listen to Billy's and I was like right fuck it was it 12 13 uh, I had 12 when I, when I started training I, I, think, to be honest, I think I might have been, I think I might have been 11 it was like the week before us at some point <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't really lie about my age or whatever. I remember I definitely lied about Jimmy Pierce's age. Uh, or I used to be Owen Jacks. Aye. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely lied about his age when he started training. <laughs> he's my wee cousin. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's the same age as me. Aye, aye. <laughs> he's old enough. It's fine. <laughs> you don't need proof. That check. He just he showed up. He, he, he like when he was like when he was a kid. He used to look like Penfold. Do you know what I mean? He was like blatantly like ten years old. <laughs> See, I, I like, I like I said, I mentioned that I was, I was thirty when I started, but the guys all thought I was ages with Archer because Archer looked a lot older than he was, and I looked yeah, yeah. younger than I was. I was like, <laughs> this boy's about fucking twenty, fucking mid twenties or whatever. I was like, I'll take that all day fucking long. <laughs> like it was, a, it was all, it was a running joke. Me, and, like, was, me, Archer, and Garrick were running together for a wee while, and like Garrick's ages with me, so we've got, we, we're we're a good ten years older than Archer is. And he's the veteran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Archer was always brilliant, man. I've not, I, like, I've not seen him in a while, but he was always class. Aye, like nobody's got a bad, bad thing to say about Archer. He's nah, nah. He's just, so he definitely really did get a long way as well. But he was a really underrated wrestler. Aye. Happened. Like, I, I did. I can. He did try and get fucking booked elsewhere. Like years ago, I'm nailing it for a start. I think. 
and he got booked. I think he did a couple of matches at Discovery when they first started. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, I didn't really chase it all, I think. Yeah, I, I, I I've never like I, I vaguely remember um the um, like being at a discovery shows, but I've never really seen him other than you know at, at WrestleZone. But Aye. I've always I've always thought he'd be he'd be brilliant wherever he went in Scotland. Aye, like you can you can work with anybody. I just think you can Aye, do whatever you want to do. Absent. Aye, it's like like again the thing at the time was like I just did fucking a kid or fucking the second kid at the time it was like look Arthur I can't work like I've got fucking kids I can't go and off fucking out of the fucking company wrestling. But if you want to go fucking on, fill your boots and... Yes. Like I said, I just I think you ever chased it up. You never took it Yeah, no, fair play. Teams. Like, so for some people, you know what I mean? They're, you know, it's not for them. You look at, like, you know what I mean? Content doing what they're doing. Right. But, uh, like, I definitely think if you ever wanted to, you know what I mean? You definitely right. would. 100%. That and his knees are completely fucked. <laughs> Made of sand at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just dust. That's a... That's a <laughs> cartilage on left. Just fucking dust. <laughs> Aye, like I said, we debuted the same show, and then I we were that that was the same year. Like we were quickly thrown together. I was like, I like you debuted for wrestlers, and I debuted for like for wrestlers. Like, how you going? You got into a six man with fucking Devon Dudley. It's like, yeah. So was, was that was just like your? I think it was like your third match, wasn't it? I thought it was. I looked it up the day. It was my seventh match. Your seventh match. Seventh I... match. I had I did a run for my debut, and then I'd like. A couple of singles. No, I had two singles. My third match, I was in a six-man with Grado. Right. And the opposite team. Um, then I had a, like, a tag match, another singles match, and another tag match, and then it was the fucking six-man at Anarchy with Devon Dudley. Excellent. Like, I right gen- in the deep end. I can. I genuinely thought they were taking the piss. It was like, <laughs> just winding us up. <laughs> I remember, like... It getting announced and be like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. Get Devon Dudley, you know what I mean? And then getting to what we were in with him, you know what I mean? That was madness. Aye, it was like a sea tribe bit stuff. Like, like, because I was like, fucking, well, like I said, it was my seventh match. And I was like, you, you want to get like every single fucking thing that's happened in the match and see the Devon's like, ah, nah, they plan it. And <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, if it's not Monday Night Raw, I'm not planning it. <laughs> like, that was, that was literally nonsense. No money right now. I ain't playing shit. Out of those. So, this is fucking WrestleMania for me. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, because I think they, they built had this this thing where like it was like Devon can chuck. I think it was you onto me and Archer, or it was Archer onto me and you. It was one of the two, and they told Devon. Devon just looked at him like, "Can he? Did we think he? Nah, no, they did not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, the, the one I always remember is he was like. Insistent, like I was insistent that he called, he, like called Summit to me before. <laughs> I think I must have asked him like what he wanted to do about a million times. So out, but he was insistent that he, like he's sort of shine that he was just gonna call it in there. Aye. Um, and he just sent me off the ropes about flying burrito. <laughs> I'm just running back like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Aye. no idea, man. Turns out it was the Tito Santana. It was, it was a fucking running forearm. It's just running forearm. Tito Santana called it. You know? <laughs> I just genuinely shit you. Like I, 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 I was genuinely shitting myself. I was like, I don't know. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. <laughs> that was fucking terrifying. Like, I, I maybe pray. But I've told the story on the fucking Billy's podcast and stuff as well. But um, we we prayed together before we went. Like, just like we said, just that way. I mind that. Standing backstage, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and just like so, I went, I got, I got to fucking shake his hand and be like, I'll see you out there, kind of thing. Um, it's like you. I was, I was like, oh, good luck, good luck. He was like, oh, now we're gonna ask Jesus for this. <laughs> he fucking takes my hand. He's fucking feel gripping my hand. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, not the whole time. <laughs> fucking shitting myself. You know what I mean? He's like, how do you feel? I'm like, brilliant, mate. <laughs> Exactly, because he was sitting like like halfway up the stairs, and I might we were like we were following you up, and you stopped to say like, and they, they did that thing, and me and Archer just standing there awkwardly like, and we just just push past, and we just stand here and wait. I don't know what we're doing, and like, what the fuck we're supposed to be here? <laughs> Excellent man. He was a character, but he was like the fucking coolest guy in the world. He was like he was a fucking belter. I like it. Yeah. Just, just like in like I heard on Billy's podcast, you were an ECW guy. I was an ECW guy. So yeah, like get the fucking guys. I just popped me near end one. Half set, man. No, that was fucking. That was brilliant, man. Like that should that show as well. Just like the fucking all the fucking Aberdeen Anarchy shows in general are always class. Like the folk they get over, man. Aye. I was supposed to be in the Santino match. I was about to say um, you you'd like the imports like you or you're meant to get them four years in the fucking banks. Yeah, um, I was. I I, I took the booking at first. Um and I, I basically I'd already booked like to go to New York and stuff. I'd already booked the flights of it and essentially double booked myself. Like I didn't put it in my wrestling calendar kind of thing, so I had to pull out. But I was fucking gutted, man, because that would have been the main deck with Santino and Craig, um Santino and Grado, sorry, I, that would have been that would have been fast. Santino was a fucking bell. We did a seminar room before the show. Oh, and, like, and like we all got changed our hand and he didn't actually he did it turned out he just stood there and spoke and walked us through shit for like two yeah. hours. Like you didn't actually do any physical stuff. He's just like just that psychology stuff. And you like you look at me like it's a team with How much does he can? It's like fuck, he gains on. Oh, hundred percent, man. He's like quite legit as well. From like obviously, I I never like met him or anything, but from like what I hear, he's like quite he's like quite you know what I mean. Well trained, like his judo and all that. Aye, aye. I can't even. You know this kind of stuff. I couldn't mind which guy. Again, it was some kind of martial arts he did. Aye. Yeah. Aye, he was. Okay, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Deck told me something about him getting sort of flung about a bit. <laughs> flung about a bit, followed by the fucking <laughs> cobra, like the most ridiculous thing in wrestling, and it, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Excellent, man. No, I was gutted. I never got. I never got to do that one. Yo, am I right in saying you and Archer were in the Carlito match as well? Aye, uh, it was all, it was, we got stuck together again for the second year. Yeah, that was, I had however many, probably about a thousand folk or whatever they got for Aberdeen Anarchy, all chanting at me that I've got a wee wally. They fucking nugget, 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 dick or whatever they were calling me, fucking the hurricane. I was like, what a fucking surreal moment, man. <laughs> My mom and dad had like, they'd always seen, like, like do you know what I mean? All the stuff I was doing up at WrestleZone and all that. Right. And like, I was compelled to, you know, what I was doing elsewhere at the time. It was fucking massive. So they were like, oh, we're going we're gonna to come up. Um, and yeah, I came up fucking five minutes in, Hurricane's chatting that I've got a wee dick. <laughs> <laughs> Whole crowd's fucking chatting along well. He was another, like, they were they were a good guy, like Hurricane Carlito. Yeah, yeah, they all sound as well, man. Kind of say the same, I guess, ball, but that's I can't, I can't, you've made up with him since, but I thought, no, like, I thought, like, I, I, at the time, I, you know, what I mean, I, did, I didn't get along with him, but I am um, now, nah, I've since made up with him, and he's been on, he's been on the dojo and aye. all that, and I, I, I got, I got along quite well with Bill So, yeah, I like after that, I was like, he's a prick, and then after I thought, I thought about that, I thought, Kenny's okay, just got released with WWE, he's getting good, I like to be a chip on his shoulder, on. but then we had a seminar where I'm just 
I don't know how many months it would have been after, six months maybe, he was up and he'd worked by still the night before. And he'd obviously been out with the fucking boys at Ice to Win and just got fucking hammered because he'd come up and he was hungry as fuck and he just couldn't be fucked. I was like, come off, paid fucking 20 quid for this. Like, yeah, he, was, yeah, he, was like fuck, he was like four hours fucking late and then he's like, just couldn't be fucked. Then he was just dicked about for an hour. I was like, yeah, nah, I was nah, like, the first I, I feel so, but my, my, my main issue is like, like basically it was like he was asking like if I knew how to like post and stuff and like I felt kind of mugged off, do you know what I mean? But like we've like since spoke about it, do you know what I mean? He was like, well, you know what I mean? I'm going all over the place wrestling all these different people. I don't really know. And I was like, well, do you know what? In fairness, like he's probably showing up in fucking random towns, random countries he's never been to. He probably doesn't, he doesn't fucking know me from Adam. Aye. You know what I mean? So in fairness... You know what I mean? Whatever. And then he, he came on the dojo and he was brilliant on the dojo as well. And he's been a big help to me trying to get about in America and stuff as well. Fair play. I, I got along really well with him. Aye. He's still in. But aye, that was another. Like, I I mind speaking to, to Bill before that match. Like, because we were doing to lose that. And I was like, can we just fucking let us beat them? Because we can live off that for <laughs> fucking. We can live off this for another fucking year. Like we, like Is that we, the one that we had the, it was like the zero and one? I, the, the, the greatest state in professional wrestling or whatever it was, just the one nil, that was it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, just let us beat them. Just fucking, doesn't matter what, it was just let us fucking go and we can live off that, we can heal up for another <laughs> fucking year. Until the next import comes in, Alec. <laughs> That's what I was angling at, eh? Politicking <laughs> another fucking match with imports. Get his hardcore holly or some shit, you know <laughs> Aye, but like I said, and then the year after that, that was the year after you ended up with Hornswoggle, was it? Um, I think that was the year, no, that was the year before Hornswoggle. Um, and it was, I was, so year, the year after I wrestled Hornswoggle, I, that, that was fucking, that was a great laugh as well, man. He was Aye. funny as fuck. Like, I just, like, he insisted that the fucking cut off just be like that. I just put my hand over his face and just fucking fling. That, that <laughs> fucking face man was tremendous. <laughs> like, I felt like the fucking great Cali, man. It was excellent. <laughs> and mate, like, he, I'm pretty sure he gave me like a German suplex or some shit. But like, whatever it was he gave me, like, he Aye. fucking nailed me. <laughs> like, he could fucking go, man. Fair play to him. Like, I remember a- as well, like, it was plan- the way he planned the match, like he'd done that, that kind of thing you were saying about Dave on Diddle, that's, you know what I mean, and all that, that in America, where they go, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be like, uh, I'll kick you in the shin and then headbutt you in the balls, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, but he's gone for it as if it's going to be this big fucking swan song, you know what I mean, <laughs> excellent man, it was a good laugh. But he was, he like, he's another thing that you think, can hornswoggle, can put the radio on, but I mind, like the boys that were in the ladder match that night, they were putting stuff together and they, there was something they couldn't figure out. Then he just happened to be in there fucking trying to climb the fucking, see if he could get up the top rope or can climb the buttholes. And he just, <laughs> I, I generally just like, you shout, like, can just do this. And I can't remember what the spot was, but they used it. I was like, again, if you, you boys that have been in WWE, like, it doesn't matter how far yeah. up we're doing the card, where they've been in the fucking, can they work WrestleMania's on the kind of of it. Aye, they've, oh, do you know what I mean? they've been in they've been in that position. Like you can't you can't you can't help but learn, you know what I mean, from being from being in that situation. And as a whole as a whole different kettle of fish being able to being able to work with like the trainers and the producers and all the kind of the people that they have, even if you know, like even somebody who's not necessarily on TV, they're still getting some level of coaching to Aye. 
like like so like Michael Hayes and all this, these kind of guys that they have backstage. Do you know what I mean? So Aye. you can't help but know what they're talking about. Aye, you've got to pick up fucking knowledge, mate. Yeah. Big bits and pieces, all these different boys you're fucking speaking to and seeing and all that. A hundred percent. I actually found when when I was doing like the dojo stuff, like some of the best classes were with people that you wouldn't necessarily like have expected it from. Right. Um, like Jimmy, like Jimmy Rave, um, was a good one. There was um, Mikey Whitbread and stuff, and it's like guys, and it weren't necessarily, you know, the hugest stars right. on TV, but that like they they certainly knew what they were talking about. You know what I mean? And they've been in, you know, they've been around that sort of that sort of situation for long enough that right. I, I, like I said, you can't you can't help but know know what you're talking about. Right. Especially well, I... in in America as well, like. You, like you get one run run on TV and you've wrestled like fucking ten superstars, you know what I mean? Fucking Steve Austin, The Rock, fucking whoever. You know I mean? you one run, <laughs> one run in nineteen ninety nine, and you wrestled fucking everyone, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I say I I wanted to jump on with that. I can't remember it was. I there was someone in, I couldn't make it. I was like Mike, because like I said, the ECW guys are like, Mikey Whipwreck. Fucking, I'm all over that. I say like, Mikey Whipwreck was a fucking excellent class. I got to be honest. I probably say. I got, he, he might be the best one to be honest. Aye. Like he was just, he was just so so good. I can't remember all the names off the top of my head as well. But like the when I like and, and I never really knew and like until I'd I'd booked the class. Um he trained one of my like one of my mates, like that kind of known from China and that. Alright. Um, so that like so I knew like I knew he was he was a trainer and stuff, and obviously I knew him from ECW and stuff. Um but I was looking up stuff that I could kind of plug for like for the uh, class, yeah. um, I was trying to see, you know, I wonder if he's, if he's trained any kind of big stars, and the list was ridiculous, man. <laughs> like, it, amazing Red, Jay Lethal, like there was all sorts on there. Uh, you, just, you just wouldn't really have expected, do you know what I mean? But uh, like a lot of the new, like the sort of New York scene all came, you know, through him. Aye. Uh, like I said, you like he was a guy, you fucking, like you said, he had a fucking good run. Fucking, you know, listen to these fucking top boys and. He's fucking bound to pick fucking ah, this fucking shit up, and for him to pass it on is fucking like like yourself that you're being like passing fucking knowledge on to fucking kind of other boys. It's fucking it's tremendous, like. I think it's, it's it's quite it's quite rewarding, you know what I mean? Like, and it's and from like a more sort of selfish standpoint as well. Like, it's it's another it's another sort of avenue you can go down, you know what I mean? Just like there's more than just going out and having matches. Aye. You know what I mean? Like the obviously I've looked into like doing the dojo and I just want to be I want to be involved in wrestling in, in every aspect that I can Aye. be, you know what I mean? Because realistically, if if you want to be a full time wrestler, it's it's probably not unless you're in WWE or AEW, you know what I mean, you've got one of these big contracts. Aye. You're probably not gonna be a full time wrestler just from having wrestling matches. You Aye. know what I mean? You got you got you got a <clears throat> Expand, you know what I mean. You got to try try some other stuff as well. Um, but I've always really enjoyed um, like doing coaching and stuff. Like I've, I've like you know, said so while I was still training, I was you know assisting with classes and stuff, and I was always like looking into doing that side of things. Um, but I always thought the dojo was really rewarding because like the guys that were on from like Brazil and all this, you know what right. I mean. There, there was one, there was a boy I I'd known him from like from my time out there, um, but. He was for um, he was from Taiwan and like he was he done one of the dojo classes like 
during an earthquake. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Hell. It was like, it, like this was at like three in the morning and all this as well. Like, so some of the like the dedication. Do you know what I mean? You people from all these like wild places. Do you know what I mean? All, all coming together for wrestling. So I always, I always really enjoyed that. I thought that was really cool. I like I said, it's. I like the idea of coaching, but I couldn't do it. It's it's something I just can't do. Like I, if our if our guys coaching, and I'm there, I can chip in bits and pieces here and there. But see, yeah, yeah. sitting doing it like I I don't care about a fucking start. I feel I feel it's definitely it's definitely like not something that everyone you know nah. what I mean should do. Um, but I it's, it's definitely something that I want to I want to keep getting on about. So like you're training it as it respect. Respect, I so Aye. ideally, um, I should be there five times a week. I probably make it in about three. Uh, I should be taking about five classes a week. Sorry, I usually end up taking about three. Um, but they do they do kids classes. Um, which is it's not wrestling. Do you know what I mean? You're just teaching them like choke slams and RKO's on a crash mat. I think you're playing <laughs> play playing wrestling. Who wants to make an entrance? Do you know what I mean? But like, they are, do you know what I mean? They are, it's like the way I see it is like they go to karate they go to boxing they go to taekwondo you know what i mean they're actually going to be punching and kicking and throwing each other about what harm is it going to do if they want to come and play wrestling for an hour so they don't do it to each other in the fucking schoolyard in like the fucking back garden or something um, but we do two kids classes um and then there's, there's uh, three adult classes that we do as well um so that's on a Wednesday, a Thursday, and a Sunday, and that's from uh, Coburnley and Ayrshire. But there's a, a, a brilliant group of group of boys and lasses through there as well. Um, Logan Lee, you know, all um, Woody Roberts are the three sort of ones that jump out to me straight away. Aye. Um, they've all been, you know, I mean, they've all been sort of breaking out a wee bit. Um, I think personally, Ruby Roberts is one to keep an eye on. Um, she's I don't think she's had too many matches on live shows. She was on Pro Tour. I know she's had a couple for the spec. Aye. Um, but I've, the stuff that I've been seeing her doing in training, um, she's been doing a lot of sort of cool Lucha Libre sort of stuff that you know she's not yet to use on shows. Um, so I think once she starts sort of busting some of the stuff out for her life, she's really going to take off. Aye. Decent like. No, I'm looking forward to seeing that, man. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Like she's, she's different, so that'll be cool. Aye. It's, it's what you need, though, in wrestling. So it's, you kind of have to do the same fucking Johnny kick pads and fucking give me like. Yeah, 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 like I, you know, you don't see like a lot of girls that that do that sort of, you know, literally break kind of stuff. Or at least I, no. I personally, I've, I've, I've not like seen a lot of girls do it. Um, you know, so when she started like busting it out, and she's like, you know, like she's it's been she's been taught stuff, and she's like nailing it first time. Like she's like, like a natural, you know what I mean? So it's, it's gonna be cool once you once you really right. are selling it. I, I did training just to pop the boy, like badly, naked, just, <laughs> just bad look. <laughs> But that's kind of that's kind of what it's like when I'm like when I'm like coaching on it, you know what I mean? I'm like a monkey falling at a tree, and then she just fucking nails it, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> like, I like that. As long as she, she gets the kind of general vibe of it, you know, <laughs> which is enough. That's that's how you need. Aye, that's it's good coaching, is it? It's just... You just need that. You just need a blueprint. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just a rough draft, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's enough. Aye, but like, like the coaching and whatever, but it's. Like, I was looking up, I, I didn't generally do research for these things. Like, I listened to your podcast with Billy. Yeah. And I was like, that's wild the amount of places you fucking actually worked. 
I, I didn't. I I knew it was a lot. I didn't. I didn't realize it was that much. I've I've got about man. It's all CVs. So I say everybody. Um, that was the main thing that I always harped on about. And in that dojo, and if anybody took it and from it, I hope it was that. Um, I get fucking everybody coming up to me. How do you? How do you get? Oh, these fucking international victims. You know what I mean? They're almost like as if, as if like you're shit. How the fuck are you getting <laughs> the way the way these cunts fucking say it to me? Um, but I always get cunts coming up and asking me, and I'm like, well, have you messaged them? Have you have you ever sent like right. oh, how, did you, how did you how did you get booked in Denmark? Have you ever tried to get booked in Denmark? No, I, no. <laughs> actually, you never. Go, you know what I mean? Like, Aye, if, you come a job, if you wanted a job in Tesco, would you just wait on fucking Tesco phoning you and be like, hi there, we're looking to bring in a, a new fucking trolley boy? Like, it doesn't fucking work like that. you got to apply for work. Bye. CV. If any young wrestlers are watching, get your fucking CV sent out. <laughs> Aye, but like, how much countries is it you've actually worked in there? I think, I think, it's, a, I think it's 11. 11? 11. Um, I guess it, that's first mad, one, first one, the first sort of outside of like the UK one that I done was Denmark. Um, and when I went out and done that, I kind of I met. It was a, a training thing that I was doing, and I was training with boys that were from um, Sweden, and the coach was from Finland, and like these kind of smaller scenes that like, you find that that like, you know what I mean? There isn't a lot of wrestlers in these places, so they're they're booking a lot of outside talent. And then all, a lot of the time it will end up that, you know, these outside talent, like the, the Swedish guy and the, the Finnish guy, ran promotions in their respective countries. You know I what I mean? So they then see me there. And you've got an in there, right? Yeah, so you then, you know what I mean, you pop up in Sweden, you meet a guy from Germany, or you, you know what I mean, you go to Finland, you meet a guy from Russia, like, you just <laughs> you end up bumping, bum, bum. hopefully, you know what I mean, if you're lucky, you end up bouncing a bit away, but... Aye. Aye. That's, 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 that's how it works for me. <laughs> Is what it is just fucking hustling. Like, like I said, I, like I've I've never really looked into like looked into or tried to get booked anywhere other than WrestleZone. But like, if I was to, that would be like just that would be my first thing. It's just I just I'll just message fucking everybody. Oh, that's that's what they do. Like, oh, even like there were some people who would kind of like they would embrace the CV thing, and I always found they were like really really enthusiastic. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm gonna send out CVs. And then they'll message me a week later and be like, oh, I sent out 10 CVs and nobody got back to me. <laughs> yeah, I send out 100 CVs a day. There's 10 promotions in fucking Glasgow. It's like the- yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like fishing, you know what I mean? You just got to keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, and maybe you'll get a bite. You know what I mean? But if you do get a bite, you're going to eat well. <laughs> you know what I mean? I- you're going to do all right. But like you said, the fucking you get in one promotion, then you fucking I don't know, you can't network and fucking again, you get a boot and boys that are getting booked elsewhere, you're getting in with them and fucking getting a bit of word in for this here or there. I imagine that's how it works. Absolutely. Like in like in like in Europe especially, or like at least in like sort of Scandinavia, like as I said, like you know, the D- Danish promotions are using Swedish guys and you know, the Finnish guys and vice versa. So like you know. You're wrestling on one Danish show and wrestling in front of three, four promoters. Aye. You know what I mean? So it's it's a lot easier to then stand out to to someone else. You know what I mean? Once once you once you get in in one of the places, you know what Aye. I mean? <clears throat> Aye. It's like, like I said, it's still it just it's just fucking mad to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I've always like 
like why not? You know what I mean? I've everywhere, you know, everywhere and anywhere. Like it's a chance. Like I would never have went to Denmark. I would never have went to anywhere in Scandinavia. Really, you know what I mean? A lot of the places that I've wrestled. Um, but you know, wrestling's that's one of the things about wrestling. It's just it's, it's unique about it. Do you know what I mean? It, it, if you if you let it, you know what I mean. It can take you to all these wild places. You know what I mean. You can have all these sort of life experiences. Like I think I was really lucky in that sense that like obviously I was really young. Um, and I was getting to travel a bit to you know Scandinavia and Europe and you know getting getting a bit. I, um, yeah, like I was saying, it's just it's life experiences really. Do you know what I mean? It was just it's just a just a cool thing to to have, you know Aye. to be able to say that I done. Aye, like I said, same thing. Like if I'd started like ten or fifteen years before I actually did start wrestling, I would have took a lot more seriously and tried to get booked a lot more fucking places. But it's like kids and mortgage and like sex. too much. I feel you. No, I feel. I feel like I said, like it's 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 different for everybody. Aye. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I'm kind of like, how many how many free holidays can I get out of this fucking shit? <laughs> 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 like, like you're, you're not just there to wrestle. You're usually there for a couple of days, like so. You usually get to you know what I mean. If you're lucky to be back traveling, see some see some sights and stuff as well. So it's pretty cool, man. Aye. I assume that's how you got into the fucking the China thing. Just fucking. China was China was random as fuck. <laughs> like it was this guy Sean McMahon, and I I don't even know if McMahon's his real name. To be honest, <laughs> like, I just I would even be surprised if that wasn't his real name. Um, but like he just uh, he, I just seen it. He added me on Facebook like out of nowhere, and it was like just this marketing guy or whatever. And I was like, I just thought he was like maybe a fan or something. Right. But then I seen it. He posted like just on his Facebook. Oh, who wants to go and wrestle in China? I just happened to come across it, like, I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll see if I can go to China. I'll and fuck, I vaguely remember that, because I'm sure yeah. fucking... Like, I was just like, fuck it, I'll take a chance on it, you know, and I messaged them, was like, you, you sent them my CV, essentially. Um, and then I got put in this big group chat, and there was all sorts of people on it. Um, it was supposed to be... Uh, myself, Rob Sharp, and Martin Kirby that were all going to go in the end, and then obviously Martin Kirby got his stuff with Dragon Gate, so it ended up just myself and Rob Sharp. Aye. But the way this was g'd up to us was, and we kept we were like from the outside, it was easy to believe it, um, because they sold it as essentially this was AEW's NXT, but like right, okay. because they they had they did have a partnership. AEW technically um, so we were obviously a bit naive and just totally bought it you know what I mean they're like oh you're gonna as soon as you get off the plane there's gonna be a fucking documentary team they're gonna be filming you coming into fucking China and all the rest of it and they like G'd it up as if we were gonna be the fucking kings of China you know what I mean um, and we got there and there was fucking human excrement and a close <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that on Facebook yeah yeah like, like, fuck. fucking video and shit like man we <laughs> There was fucking there was there was I was gonna say on my bed, I didn't have a bed, I had the frame of a bed, I didn't have a mattress, and I had fucking blood stained sheets. Fuck <laughs> that. No, it was just fucking oh, technical difficulties. Um I it was it was a fucking when we showed up it was a fucking disaster, man. The walls are fucking moldy and shit. Like I was like, we we had been I I, I thought I was gonna be the fucking king of the world. You know what I mean? Like, I invited my fucking my now fiance. I was like, "You come, oh. like, she quite a job of it." And you know what I mean? 
Like, just, just come and live the China. You know what I mean? We're going to be fucking King's China. Of course, you've got a job. You know what I mean? I show up the fucking walls are moldy and shit. I don't imagine. <laughs> She's getting here in two weeks. Like, I gotta fucking do some shit. You know what I mean? I'm fucking first three days in China. We're on my knees scrubbing the fucking mold off the walls. <laughs> aye, aye. Fucking dodge the bullet and they taking her away the fucking first day. Well, aye, like, two shit. Aye, like, yeah, man. If she showed up, like, if she fucking showed up, like, on that, I should have killed me. I tried to, my, I had this big grand idea as well that I was like, I bought this fucking three piece suit and shit because I proposed. Like, basically, my idea was she's going to come through the gate and I'm just going to be there on my knee waiting to fucking ask her to marry me, right? Because she obviously she moved across the fucking across the world to deal with me, right? So that was my big grand plan, which was obviously a fucking disaster. First part of it, it's a disaster is Shanghai is fucking piping. And I'm wearing a three-piece suit. <laughs> so I'm absolutely fucking drenched in sweat. I'm starting with my English... Tra- I was taken there by my English translator who didn't speak English. <laughs> and then Roisin, uh, my, my fiancé, didn't get through the border. Like, she basically... She, she, didn't, she didn't know um, the address that she was going to live at, um, which, she, which basically she needed to get through. Aye. So she she's not getting through the border. Um, I'm the, my only contact or my only way to get in contact with as a guy who doesn't speak English, <laughs> and I'm sitting here in a fucking three piece suit, drenched in sweat. So I'm fucking charging up and down the airport. And by the time I actually like, eventually she just put down some like bullshit address or whatever, and then she ended up getting through. Um, and then by the time I actually found out, I'm passing a sweat and fucking blowing out my ass. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Get <away from> me!" <laughs> It was a fucking disaster. The whole the whole trip. It was a, again brilliant life experience. Total fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you you didn't like learn any like Chinese before you fucking got there, or um the only thing I learned was hi, my name is Chris. Thank you very much, and that was the only thing I could say. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I I did I did try, but. It's fucked up, man. Like, like it's like it's not words. It's like symbols, and the symbols can like six different fucking things. And there's different alphabets or whatever, and the writing is completely different to the speaking. It is, it's fucked up. Like I, I had no chance. (laughs) I absolutely not. Like, but I learned how to say that, and I found just speaking English really loudly kind of got me through these situations. (laughs) <laughs> pointing you know what I mean I, I, had a, I had a thing on my phone that would translate stuff into Chinese um, it seemed to do it quite well I hope it did do you know what I mean because I had no idea what I was fucking doing <laughs> like, just you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, a d- different world aye it's just wild like uh, just just wild <laughs> <laughs> I mean the main thing that I like sort of it threw me off was like how much shit was alive in the supermarket like, <laughs> like like the fish they had like tanks of fish and they were like surprised that we'd never seen this before you know what I mean because it's just like it's just totally not any supermarket had it aye it's just normal yeah. to them but aye yeah yeah like like tank, tanks of fish you know what I mean and they're swimming around and some of them also had lobsters in them which would then like fight the fish uh, <laughs> But they, but they were just like they were just like swimming around, um, and they'd have like you know that those like bread clamps, you know what I mean, like barbecue sort of clamps or whatever. They just have them like them like sort of hanging over the tank, 
and people would be walk up with a trolley and just take a live fish, just fuck it in the trolley. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'd be flat around and shit, you know what I mean? It's like next to like the cereal and fucking everything, like, you know what I mean? Like, everything else, but it's still alive, just fucking flat around. It's nets just full of live, drugged up frogs, you know what I mean? Like, but they're, they're alive, they're throating, they're just not doing shit, you know what I mean? But I, that, that threw me off. <laughs> I just meant to like it. Just I could, I, like, I can't imagine it. Just fucking, it's, like I said, it's just wild. I, I got so fat, man, because, like, the only thing that, basically, when we got there, like, we, we went to KFC. Um, <laughs> And, and like I, I'm like demolishing some fucking popcorn chicken. Um and Rob Sharp bites into his burger and he's like, oh mate, and he shows me it and it's just all brown, like all the meat. You know what I mean? So it's brown meat. Um and I I have timed like half a, a packet of this popcorn chicken, you know what I mean? And I like opened up and sure enough it was the, mine was the exact same. Um and one of the American guys who obviously just didn't care, like he knew and was just sort of fine with it. <laughs> It was like, oh yeah, I've been to China before, and um, like food standards and stuff aren't the same here, and like sometimes they use pigeon. Oh, <laughs> like, so apparently, I don't know how true that is, but apparently we ate pigeon, um, and that yeah, that that like threw me off, um, and I I spent the rest of the time I trusted McDonald's and Papa John's, and that was it. <laughs> like, so I pretty much just lived on that. Like there was a, there, in fact, there was one like little Italian restaurant like just down the road, and I would eat, I would eat there sometimes. You know what I mean? But. Other than that, McDonald's and Papa John's the whole thing. Mental. How long were you there for? Uh, about three months, I think it was. Just just under three months. Like was the rest of them uh, Different <laughs> is one way to put it. Um, so fucking... Seema was like... Seema basically trained them all for some reason. Like Mexican style. Like literally Libre sort of style. Right, okay. Um, so they all worked like the right side. Aye, which I was just about was, to say they're working the opposite side. Aye. Yeah, so that was fucking insane. But you know what I mean? There, there was like some other, there was like Americans and stuff who, you know, worked obviously the same way we do. So we kind of blended with them. But the Chinese guys ourselves, there was guys from Taiwan who were really good. Um, but like the sort of WWE guys ourselves, it was like none of them were really wrestlers. A lot of them had came from like martial arts schools or gymnastics schools and they did like various different backgrounds one of them was like a boxer and stuff Aye. um and then basically the guy who ran owe would like you know go like go around these places and like recruit these guys to like get them to become wrestlers kind of thing Aye. so like, they, they had no concept of like psychology they they basically just was like what's the fucking coolest shit that you can do Aye, just, so it just be like you duck my backflip with a backflip and then we both land in their backflip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then a double drop kick. <laughs> like, it was just spot, 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 spot. Not Like, a lot of it wasn't even offensive. You know what I mean? It was just cunts just doing backflips and, you know what I mean? Just doing really shit. <laughs> and then, like, the whole roster, pretty much, like, well, like, it was not fucking me, um, but, like, all the kind of Chinese guys would all, like, breakdance at the start of the show. Like the, the heels, faces, everyone was out together and they would do it. It was like martial arts breakdancing. It was cool as fucking fairness. Um, but they would do this like breakdancing with fucking samurai swords and maces and fucking with that thing that's on a fucking chain and you swing it about and fucking they had all sorts, man. It was fucking wow. Um, but I, so it was, it was a bit different from what I was used to on fucking the holiday parks. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> 
Aye, it's so. Are they still going? Like, um, so the reason <clears throat> I left was I don't I don't really know to be honest what's happening with them. Like, the reason I left, I was supposed to come back for the UK tour, which obviously that whole thing was just a fucking shit show. Um, <laughs> And it was supposed to be like they were two separate companies, OW UK and OW that I worked for were like they were different entities, you know Aye. what I mean? Different different companies just had like a, the same name essentially. Um, but it was supposed to be the UK company was supposed to be paying for me to go back to China, which is essentially why we never went back because they just fucked off. <laughs> um so they they never paid for us to go back, but it would have been it wouldn't have been China, sorry, it would have been Cambodia because the whole company just sort of relocated to Cambodia. And this this had started while we were there. They two dojo I think it was two dojos and like three like martial arts schools because they were they'd done like martial arts shows and all this kind of stuff Aye. as well. Um <clears throat> so like three martial arts schools and we would keep stuff in the dojo because all the shows were in the dojo and do you know what I mean you'd leave your gear there and you know what fairy stuff, your boots, whatever else. Um and they were like everything needs to be taken out of the dojo, like the whole thing's getting shut down. And we think that this is going to be like a process. And we showed up to the, like literally in the space of like twenty four hours, like we showed up and the whole thing was shut down. All like all of the dojos, all of the martial arts schools, everything. They were just like, no, we are going to Cambodia. So I'm like, some dodgy shit is going on here. You know, what I mean? <laughs> they've just packed up and ran. <laughs> um, but I so they ended up going to Cambodia. Um, and I think that went a bit tits up. And I think we're back in China now, and I don't I don't really know what what's going on with them. Um, but I, I'll I'll not be back. That's what I'm saying. They go back then. <laughs> um, I, I would. Well, in fairness, I would. I would like. I would love to go back to China, but maybe for somebody else. You know, what I mean, there, there's other there's other promotions out there. There's MKW. Um, you know, I mean, that's a Middle Kingdom wrestling. There's WLW because I did work for a different promotion while I was there there as well. I've only done a couple of matches for them, um, but I did have, I had a lot of fun working for them. Aye. Um, so if I could go back here maybe for somebody else, that, that would be cool. I've got pals there as well that still live there. I'm far big Buffer, who's on the dojo and stuff. Um, he stayed in New York originally, um, but he's relocated to China. He started like a, you know, a clothing brand and all that earlier. So I would like to go back and obviously see see some pals and stuff who went over there. But I uh, maybe, maybe know for, for OWE. Aye. That was, like, <laughs> for your own hotel, aye. Aye. Get my own digs this time. Like, I, I had a buddy years ago. Like he was, he was training with a stuntman. So he went and trained with like the Sherwood Monks man for he was there right. like a year or two years or something. Eh? And like it, 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 like he told the stories, and it wasn't even as half as mad as the stories you're telling there. Like there, there was a couple of the guys <coughs> that were at OWE, um, that were like from like Sherwood Monk kind of schools and stuff. Aye. But it was mental, like because you would see like the classes and stuff. Like like the schools like walking about like in like city centre and just like in general you see them cutting about, but like kids like really young you know what I mean like I don't know say like when you usually start school like maybe four or five or whatever Aye. and you'd get like sent away essentially like a board uh boarding school kind of thing you know what I mean but you'd go to like a kind of martial arts school and it was like you know what I mean really really common like most of the OWE boys that's what they had done, um and like pretty much had spent most of their life <laughs> like in this martial arts school as opposed to like at home you know what I mean Aye. it's wild man they, they like literally train from like as I said like four or five years old Aye. to like they're a show and monk stuff man it's like you see, the, you see the videos on YouTube man it's kind of all these like you're saying like four or five year olds and they're kind of thinking fucking split kicks in the hand and it's like fuck yeah. that yeah <laughs> there was one guy his name was just Shaolin Monk um but he worked for OWE wasn't he there 
he, I think he had left by the time, um, by, by the time I'd got there. And it turned out that the whole Shaolin Monk King was just a gimmick. He was actually a fucking lunatic. Um, <laughs> <but he> was, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're fucking, he was wild. You know what I mean? But that's what I heard anyway. Um, but he looked fucked off over. Um, but he was cool as fuck, man. Like he done like essentially the, the same kind of stuff that you would see in these like Shaolin Monk shows or like on the videos and stuff online. But he would like incorporate it into the wrestling, like doing all sorts of mad like head springs and all this kind of shit. But I would man, like I definitely recommend like, checking his stuff out. It's like for that when I was a kid, I always wanted to fucking do, like I saw kickboxer and like blood sport when I was a kid. I was like, I want to do kickboxing and my mom would never like me. It's like can you can do karate or do you not want to do karate in general, you fucking kickboxing. <laughs> like, just never did it. like just do a stubbornness I'm not doing fuck you <laughs> I regret it now like I wish I'd have done something like that but I see I've always considered getting something like maybe like BJJ or something like a try like I listen to like Joe Rogan a lot and he's always going on about it and like I think about it and then there's that part of me that reminds me I don't want to get like punched in the face or like putting a headlock on it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, he's up, you know what I mean? Fucking hell. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to be legitimately choked out. Nah, it's Yeah, right. yeah, like, fuck, <laughs> fuck that, you know what I mean? I watch, I maybe watch a video where someone talks about it. No, but like, that's what it's about. I thought I mean, fucking weeds. I don't know if you mind them. Jumbo, we had the wrestles on for a wee while. You know, I've talked about He wrestled on a like, purple singlet and he, he did all that, but he was just. I think he could separate the BJJ for the wrestling. Like, it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He was just too fucking stiff, and he was like, I just clocking boys and uh, watching cuts about. I was like, nah, it's, it's not wrestling's not for you, son. Just <laughs> get, get back to fucking choking boys out and, like you said, just punching folk in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, some, some folks, you know what I mean, when they've got that like MMA sort of background like Aye. it helps them it helps them adapt you know what I mean because like it's a lot of the same sort of movements and motions and stuff but I some folk just can't can separate the two and it's just pure, like I said cotton cuts <laughs> in fact now I think of it he was in a I want to say it was an, an eight man or a ten man match we had I was I was you and four boys for Sterling Oil against me and Archer it was a weird fucking and I, it was just, it was just like, I'm sure it was a rumble or something. So it was just like, here's some boys, and but we'll just throw them in at this match. Whatever. But it was me and Archer, Grado, Boy Jimbo, and I'm sure it was Johnny Lyons was the fifth man. Just like, just like, hey, here's five boys, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I'm sure he was like, he was in that match, and he's like, in fact, I, I remember because he chased you in the crowd, but then like, you got as far like you can like another tell you like it's only like the first couple of rows are only so far back before you hit the wall. Yeah, yeah. And like you're up against the wall and he's still trying to chase you like Jimbo, you can't go any further. You just need to stop yeah. it. Just... <laughs> I've been in that situation like many times and I'd like to admit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> I just ran out of wall and went, fuck. Aye, it's like there's nothing I could do at this point. It's like you just need to... <laughs> just fuck off, would you? <laughs> <laughs> but aye, it's like like it's it's just a fucking wrestling's just a fucking caper. Fuck <laughs> it is. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> oh shambolic man. It's the weirdest fucking job in the world, isn't it? Like and it does does I kinda think anything else, do you know what I mean? Where you would be in be in the situations that wrestling puts you in, you know what I mean? Nah. Like in that. China with a, a Shaolin monk. <laughs> <laughs> Eating pigeon, you know what I mean? <laughs> Aye, it's like I said, it's just fuck, it's wild. 
Like it's it's, it's just fucking mad. Um, there was one other thing I like to speak about international stuff. Was it you that I read was banned for Nigeria? Like technically, I like I guess so. <laughs> um, there's a promotion back in the day, and they were the fucking Brazilian shits, man. SSW, and um, they gave they gave me a start. Like they, I, I wrestled there a lot when I was like starting out and stuff, but it was the fucking dregs, man. Like I always remember the fucking ring. <laughs> The ring had like this big, it was just fucked. It's just like you had to sign. I mean, I mean like I, when I was fucking 15, man, like if you told me you were going to put me on a wrestling show, I'd sign fucking anything. Like, <laughs> so like I signed a fucking waiver that essentially, like, do you know what I mean? That I could, that I could wrestle in the shit Aye. ring because it was like you would be, you'd be running, like running the ropes and you'd be, you know what I mean? Get up and down hill. <laughs> There's big dip in the fucking ring. And if you fucking take a bump, you know what I mean? Like falling down a hole, you'd be like, fuck! <laughs> 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 it was fucking, I'm, I'm pretty sure I also signed a contract that, like, basically they own all of the footage of me ever, like, Aww. and forever. Um, <laughs> so, they, uh, like, including this, mate, you know what I mean? Um, but I, at one point, for fucking whatever reason, because they were in Bathgate, so I don't know how they had this contact, but basically they ended up with this Nigerian wrestler, but the Nigerian government paid for him to come here in like day or two of I don't know if it was I mean, I, to be honest I think it was just fucking Scotland like I, I don't even I don't even think he went anywhere else um, and even like that I think it was just basket. Um, but fucking they basically they paid for him to come here and wrestle two Scottish guys um, and he fucking he shows up um, and he just he was just fucking he was clueless man his wrestling gear was it, was it was a pair of speedos and a pair of Ugg boots and one magic glove like one like really magic glove <laughs> um <laughs> and the whole fucking it's like the whole fucking point um of like him like the segment or whatever was basically he was like that a mystery partner kind of thing and um, so it was like one guy's the baby face uh dave was standing in the ring and he's going on about how you know he's, he's out here he's selling right and whatever else and fucking we come out to interrupt them as the, the heels and we're like Aye. oh you've got no you've got no pals fucking yada 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 and we never knew this until like after and i believe you know, people had told us it obviously supposed to be a surprise and when we fucking came through the curtain and fucking i'm obviously looking forward and working the crowd and whatever else he fucking came out with us <laughs> like he, he, he just walked out behind us and then realized they fucked it and then fucked off back um so the before the promoter basically said like this guy is really dangerous, um, and he's shit, and you probably shouldn't let him do it in the match. And I was obviously thinking, well, why the fuck have you booked this guy? Hey, why is he <laughs> in the match? Roughly say. Um, so basically, all I had to do it was like two clotheslines, two back elbows, and then like take my big running kick. Um. I was like, you, uh, we called it to him. And I was like, have you got that? And he just went, ah, ha, ha, like sort of danced away from us, and we're like, we're just gonna fucking take that as a yes. Yeah. Um, so like, it gets to his one fucking spot in the match, and um, so it gets a hot tag. He fucking decks it, like fuck straight off, and goes to get in the ring, get like like the fucking heel comedy spot. You know what I mean? When you catch a foot in the middle of the rope, like he shoot does that and falls in the fucking ring, and um, proceeds to go up and fucking batter me with the stiffest clothesline that I've ever had in my life, man. Like, I literally had a bruise on my chest in the print of his arm. Like, literally in the fucking shape of his arm. He fucking 
leathered me, man. Um, he done two clotheslines. All I had to do after it was then two back elbows and a kick. He does the two clotheslines and he's like, I forgot. <laughs> Fuck shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I, fucking, I gave him the kick and he fucked off. But afterwards, they, they fucking... There's like the Nigerian news, essentially. Uh, like a, a team from the Nigerian news. Like, we want to interview you and talk about fucking um, your match with, with Power Vic. So he's, this is Power Rooty that you've you probably heard about on Coke Cabana's podcast. Nah, and this so is this, Power Rooty is me and Bradley. Like, the match here with Gallows is me and Bradley Evans' favourite match ever. We <laughs> that. So that, this, this is like, this is like his fucking, this is his boy, you know what I mean? This is Power Vic. Um, I could, they're fucking, they're, cause, they're, cause like, they're a power. I, I, I pretty, pretty much. Um, and all the, all the foreigners that come here are super. Yeah, yeah. So it's like power and super. All the foreigners are super. Um, but the fucking so like the, the Nigerian news or whatever, like or like tell us about what you thought about the match with fucking with power, uh, power Vic. No, so I just had the fucking shit kicked out of me and, and like forgot <laughs> you know, we just won spots. So I was fucking raging. And I'm like, fuck this, like fuck Povic, <laughs> Povic fucking shit, whatever else. Um and the guy just sort of goes, No, no, no. And he's like, you say that you say that Povic is the greatest wrestler you've ever wrestled. <laughs> and obviously this guy's fucking huge, you know, what I mean? and I'm like fucking 15, 16, and I'm just like I <laughs> um and as I turn to my tag partner and I'm like, look, whatever you say, we just don't don't mention a rematch. Um, so I, I've just said what they want me to say. It's on YouTube, and I'm just like, oh yeah, power back to you was really, really good. Um, you know, I can't wait, can't wait to you know, see it back. It was great getting to wrestle and whatever else. Um, and then my partner was like, Yeah, motherfucker, if you want a motherfucking rematch, you know where we're at. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Fuck."> <laughs> <laughs> um, so they offered us to go to Nigeria. They were like, we'll give you fucking two thousand um American dollars a week to go to Nigeria. Um and I knew this like the stories and stuff beforehand. Aye. Um like I'd obviously I'd heard about the power the power like stuff and I am saying to my partner, I'm going, look, it's probably not gonna fucking wrestle. Like if it's heading to go if these podcasts are like all these stories are heading to go by, we're gonna go here and the show's gonna get fucking cancelled and you know like we're gonna pay to go to fucking wrestle. No, so no, I'm, I'm, I am already sending him. Yeah, like, well, you're fucking, you're like, we'll fucking let's do it. Um, the Ebola broke out, so we ended up fucking, we ended up not doing it. Um, but I ended up doing a fucking, a podcast, so we could end up, I might get, like, double banned from Nigeria for telling the story again. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I ended up fucking, I ended up doing a podcast, I was, like, breaking balls or something, I don't know, I don't even think they're still about anymore. Um, and I told the story about fucking Power Vic and people were, like, sharing it about and stuff and whatever else. Um, and sure as fuck, man, Power Rooty popped up on Twitter and was like, you you fool, capital letters, fool. <laughs> um, how dare you, like, do you know what I mean, talk about Power Vic like us, because well, I'm burying this fucking, this is his boy, you know what I mean, his senses came to the fucking rescue. Um, Power Rooty, and he's basically, you're barred from Nigeria. I don't know how much, like, kind of swing Power Rooty has in Nigeria, but I'm not going to take the fucking risk. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show up in, in case anyone does want to fuck with me. Like so I'm just I'm just gonna take myself as ban. But from what I've heard, like he is kinda in with like the kind of politicians right. and shit over there. So if he says I'm banned then 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 I'm not going. <laughs> I'm sorry to the people in Nigeria. You'll have to right. come and see me in fucking Ethiopia or something instead. <laughs> Like I said, like, uh, like me, and, me and Bradley, we always joke. We like we fucking we love Power Rooty. 
but like before he got like slung in prison for fucking murdering his wife or whatever he got slung in prison for. Like he was always on about like he's got he's got this pool in Nigeria and he was like he would tag like random fucking WWE wrestlers like get the fucking stone colds or leather. Yeah, yeah. But, but then it was like so like Becky Lynch isn't allowed in my pool. So now he's got power to fucking come into Nigeria. I think it's just fucking can fucking come into his pool. I think that's, that's just <laughs> the extent of how that's he's a bit, yeah, it's about as far as it goes. <laughs> one of one of the shows we done in China, it was fucking excellent, man. So he shows up and with like. There's a poster outside. It's pretty small, but you know what I mean. But it's still fucking noticeable. Yeah. Um. And it was Hulk Hogan, The Rock, SmackDown versus Raw 2007, Render Undertaker. So not even a promo picture. <laughs> Computer game Undertaker. Um. And Roman Reigns. And obviously, keep in mind the show is me and fucking Rob Sharp and some Chinese guys. You know what I mean. Um, but they're just straight up false advertising, man. I was fucking howling. I'm taking pictures of it and shit. And the promoters going, no, 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 no. I, I, who did this? Who did this? This is so, so embarrassing. So embarrassing. I can't, I can't believe. It. I never, I never knew anything about this. I never knew anything about this. And the show was like in the middle of this fucking shopping center, and we were in, and it was fucking printed on the floor. It was every, it was on the windies. It was balconies, and it's gone round the fucking balconies, and it's SmackDown versus Raw Undertaker. Fucking everywhere you look, man. It was. Brilliant. I loved it, man. Just straight up false advertising. John Cena, you name it, man. John Cena's going to be there. Fucking, aye, why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the tribute shows back in the day, but like the next level tribute shows. Like, no, we're actually getting these boys in. No, they're, 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 not even, they're not even trying to pretend that it's a tribute. You know what I mean? They're just straight up like, come and see John Cena. <laughs> like, and when he's not there, like, what the fuck you got to do about it? <laughs> I have got your money now. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> this is Raw 2007 Undertaker. Can he make it? I think. <laughs> I, I would, I would like to. I would actually really like to wrestle in Africa. Like, I think that would be fucking. I think that would be wild. That's like next level wild. You know, I mean, that's. I, I've, right. I've been talking to a promoter in Angola. Um, and he's been fucking. He's been you know, saying that he, he wants to sort something and get bring in some kind of European American guys. I spoke to a promotion in Morocco as well, and that went that's up. But no, I, I genuinely really would like to go to Africa. I've seen that there's like I'm pretty. I'm sure it's Africa. I could uh, I could be lying. Maybe it's you know elsewhere, but I'm sure it's Africa. And for some reason, they've just ended up with like WCW's Nitro ring. That's like it's like it's, it's the most random thing in the world. It's like a promotion in some fucking random African country. Uh, but somehow they've got fucking one of the, they've they've got one of the WCW rings. I'm like, that's cool as fuck. <laughs> I, I would wrestle a WCW ring. Yeah, fuck yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I've got a fucking, I've got a Nigerian kid on that. I'm in fucking Nigerian Nitro. You know what I mean? Like, let's do it. <laughs> like, I like me. Like I said, me and Bradley, like we joked. I was like, fuck it, yeah. Like we joked with fucking power, you know, and we tag him and shit. And I was like. If we ever get booked to Nigeria, we're just going. Nice, nice, nice thing not to be there. But then a couple of episodes ago, we did like a watch along, the fucking Gallows and Uti match, yeah. and just we just sat and laughed for like like how long the match, like seven minutes. So if we like we tagged him in that, so if he's watched that, it's like now nah, we're gonna get booked to Nigeria. We're bad as well now. <laughs> See, I think like I don't think he's like the only guy that runs that, but like from like just from fucking looking about and shit, doing doing my usual like. It seems Nigeria has actually got a wee bit of a scene, you know what I mean? Which is kind of which is cool, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, there's quite a few promotions. In. 
I might be watching someone about, it was on Netflix, I'm sure it was on Netflix, it was like kind of these these weird sports around the world, and, mm. and it was one of them, it was like African wrestling, I'm sure it was Nigeria, but they were still treating it like a shoot. Oh, like, I, think, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, is this voodoo wrestling? Aye, that was it. Yeah, the, so that's um, the Congo. It's Congo, Congo. Was it? Congo. Um, they got a few promotions there as well, but but that is fucking. If if you haven't seen that, that's what to go and watch. Aye, that's like, bad. Like 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 Vice. It's a Vice. Ep- I know that there is a Vice episode about it, um, and she fucking stabs a guy and sacrifices him and shit. And Aye, that was the one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fucking, fucking wild. But man. when he's a fucking chickens and all that fucking. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucking death actually. <laughs> That's it, man. Fuck FMW. These guys are fucking. That's the next. That's the next level. And actually, like, like you're saying, like the, the folk still like like even the fans still like they've no idea. I was like, nah, this is a shoot. This is real. Oh, fuck I like I would believe it because she did just stab a guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's kind of isn't that like I, I I don't know how much that can really be worked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, he's legit fucking bleeding out now. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can only really you can there's like it's only a work to to some extent, and then it's just agreeing to be stabbed. Oh, that's, that, that is just murder. It's still that's... Very weird. <laughs> Aye, it's like like it's, like speaking of fucking death, man. I didn't like again. You were you were trying to get a fucking match with you, Jack. Oh man, I'm actually really gutted that that never happened. Um. He was he was a fucking character, man. Like I, I've told this, I've told the story before, but like basically, I I'd started doing stuff on Twitter, and I was fuck, I kept tagging him and whatever else. But he started like he was like liking stuff that like he hadn't been tagged in, kind of thing. All right, okay. And so he was just like somebody, he must have been like vanity section or whatever. And, like, he just like came across it. Um, but I, I put on my personal Facebook, like not on like my looking chat pages and that like my personal pages, uh, my personal Facebook. I was like, stop talking about New Jack. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's gonna he's gonna end up finding me, and sure as fuck, I got a notification. It was like Jerome Young is commenting on the status. I was like, fuck's Jerome Young? Because like, I believe that motherfucker. <laughs> sure as fuck, it was New Jack. You know I, mean? like, <laughs> I had no idea that I had New Jack on Facebook. Apparently, but sure as fuck, he found me, man. Um, but I did actually end up talking to him a couple of times, like just like on messaging and stuff, and was like, look, I, I just straight up, I really like this you, you know what I mean? Aye. Um, and he was up for it, but I don't think he was allowed to leave America. <laughs> I, I would not, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> nah, I don't like. Um, but that, that would have been, that was like, I legit, like, I legit did like to do it, man. Like I said, like, you like say with yourself, like, big ECW fan, you know what I mean? So, like, New Jack's fucking, for any ECW fan, I would think New Jack's fucking up there. Aye, it's. Like that that was my entrance at fucking at Halloween hijinks, the fucking Halloween show. I could be with the, like the trash can full of shit. Yeah. Like, all I was missing was just me throwing up the fucking X. That was that was all I was missing. <laughs> I ain't got that. I ain't got to be fucking I ain't got to be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, like I ain't everybody everybody talks about how he was a lunatic and all that, but like I always had this kind of game plan if I ever got the matches, I'm just gonna be heavy sound. You know what I mean? Like, like you're gonna stab me if I'm just if I'm just a pure nice guy. You know, <laughs> like, I just just gonna be a master answer. Yeah, I'm just not gonna just not be a dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> just I hope that he doesn't plug me. <laughs> but you want to be new Jack? I hit me with Hoover. I, I, no, I yeah, fucking do that. You know what I mean, just just don't just don't don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aye, we're not going to get up any scaffolding, it's fine. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no they're right. <laughs> but aye, like, I can't just like with Easter, like you, Jack, was he your guy in ECW or? Um, no, so well, I was one of them, like, oh, I like the Jack. Um, Sabu is like my main guy. Aye. 100%. Um, Sabu is probably my favourite wrestler. I am. Um, he's, he's actually retired, like, but like last week or something like that. Right. Um, he's somebody that I'd like, you know, I, I spoke to a lot. It's like he gave me a lot of feedback on like footage and stuff that I'd sent him. That's he's somebody that I really wanted to wrestle, so I'm pretty gutted that I never got to do that. Um, but he, he was definitely like my guy for ECW. Like, probably, Aye. I think it was the first thing I ever actually seen of wrestling at all was because it was Monko was watching an ECW DVD and then like basically it's fucking Sabu like doing the moonsault but, like putting himself through the table Aye. kind of thing so that was like my first experience of wrestling at least <laughs> if it wasn't it's my earliest memory of it at least <laughs> um, and I just I just remember thinking you know what I mean how mad it was you know what I mean obviously later on and stuff like that WWE but that's why like even like from an early age you know what I mean like ECW was always what I was into Aye. see like I said I'm, I'm an older guy so like I first got into like WWE like WWF at the time where I've been so it's like again, your Hogan's and Warriors and Savages, yeah. Like and then randomly, like I must be, I don't know how old I would have been, like 14, 13, 14, when I fucking like just randomly fucking skipping channels and keeping across ECW on. Holy fuck, this this is funny. Yeah, man. that's different. Like, <laughs> but I like Raven was my guy. He was right. always, I that's that's the reason I dressed the right. My gear is the way it is because it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm just Raven. That makes sense. <laughs> makes but sense. I, like that reason was class, man. His promos and shit, especially I, from ECW, were always fucking like insane, man. Like I, next level, brilliant, man. It's like you consider it's like, like out with ECW fans, like specifically. Do you know what I mean? Like Raven's not ever really brought up much. Nah. You know what I mean? That like it's not something that's like talked about a lot. But I, I always thought I thought Raven was fucking brilliant, man. Like promos, like world class. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like if you mentioned any like mainstream, like mainstream wrestling guys, they'll bring up the the. Triple Threat match at WWE with Kane yeah, and yeah. Big Show. That's the one they'll bring yeah. up. I say, ah, you can't just go back and watch ECW. He's, yeah, he's yeah, far yeah. better. Nah, he was fucking class in ECW, man. He was good in WCW as well. Aye. I, they kind of ruined his character there, I thought. Like, can they give him a rich kid, spoiled fucking kid thing? And it was like, you, see, I, never, I never watched that at the time, so I've only went back and I've probably picked out the good parts of what from what I've seen of it. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't see it at the time, but there is like he did take decent matches and uh, like there was a couple of decent promos and they still get like his ECW stuff was a lot better. Mm. Like it was a lot of, like some of it was a lot darker, like grungier kind of stuff, and it was like Yeah, I always loved the fucking uh the Raven and Sandman. Aye. Good, uh, like he fucking, um, his, his fucking his son joins Sandman's kid, I, and all I, that. yeah. Start dressing like I wish you'd like, now. Like that was fucking excellent, man. Like it's fucking... like it's like good, like trash TV. You know, it's brilliant. <laughs> well, I, I'm always on it. Like it kind of like needs so much to like because like the drive. Obviously, we can't get fucking ruined them parts with fucking COVID or whatever. But mm. it's like beforehand, I was like, Bill said, "How far we got to boot this year, Raven?" I said, just need just to pop me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I done, I done a show Raven once at uh, at Target. That was fucking that was pretty cool, man. I always thought like is it like 
You see on all like shoot interviews and shit, like you hear all these like wild stories about him being this fucking lunatic. And I'm expecting him to be like fucking doing heroin through his eyeballs and shit. <laughs> I fucking showed up and the promoters like gave him this tub of ice cream and he's like, Wow, this whole tub of ice cream just for me, just for Raven. They gave him this fucking like a tablespoon. He's like, It's the biggest spoon I ever saw. And I'm like, I thought this guy was gonna be out his fucking dial. <laughs> you know I, mean? like, <laughs> I thought he was gonna be fucking wild, you know what I mean? But now he was writing about his fucking Ben and Jerry's or whatever it was he called. <laughs> I guess he's old now, and he's probably fucking probably taking a back step for his fucking Aye. partying days. Like I watched these podcasts, I, I'm fairly sure he's fucking he doesn't drink around in these days. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's wind doing his drug fucking date. Like he, maybe fucking kid smokes weed or whatever these, but that's as far as he fucking yeah. yeah. But I. Like, you hear some of the stories he tells in the podcast, and it's just like, I can be in fucking Perry Saturn running fucking naked through hotels and hands. Like, <laughs> <laughs> See, like, that's like, that was always, you know, like, my uncle was, like, always dead into, like, shoot interviews and, like, I guess now what would be, like, a kind of internet wrestling fan, but, like, at, at that time. Um, so he was always, like, really into, like, shoot interviews and all that kind of stuff. And, I, again, that was stuff that I was watching when I was, like, I just started watching wrestling, you know what I mean? I was seeing a lot of these. And I always remember that was one of the things that like always made me want to be a wrestler. There's like all these wild stories you would hear on Twitter and stuff like that. And I was like, this just sounds like it just sounds mental. Like it sounds like and not even just the, the wrestling part of it, just the whole lifestyle of it and just sounds nice. just sounds crazy, you know what I mean? So that was that was something that always kind of drew me to wrestling as well. I just like especially like proper back in the day, I say I just like in three boys in a car just driving down the fuck even the drivers just fucking tanning beer <laughs> road and I was like you'd never get away with that these days fucking nah, no just. chance man <laughs> not a chance <laughs> fuck me man this day you like these days you'd be fucking shouting yourself have one backseat really. <laughs> <laughs> I hiding it down the side and I was nice. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like like obviously fucking I've only worked wrestlers inside of you, you any, any fucking sort of stories like that. It's like, we're, we're a fairly fucking camp bunch up there. We just fucking leave our show and we'll get him again, usually. Now and again, <laughs> we'll get for a fucking, get a couple of drinks here for the show, but nothing like that. Nah. <laughs> nah, I think it's probably, probably for the better that like wrestling's changed so much for fucking the 90s or whatever, but it did sound like it was fucking insane. <laughs> I was like, it's a part you're thinking like, God, I would have loved that, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they probably would have ended up dead. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it's it's like I said, it's fucking it's wild. Some of the fucking shit you hear for fucking back in the day, it's just mental. I get that would have been like if I could like if I could live through any time, like I think I would want to be a wrestler in like the mid to late nineties, like Aye. just during that fucking. That like the real boom of like wrestling, you know what I mean? Like that would have been fucking that would have been insane, you know what I mean? With like, the height of the attitude there and stuff. Like I can only obviously I can only imagine, but like do you know what I mean? See when like you know when WWE's on a kind of upswing, like the like the indie shows over your indie shows will start doing doing well. Like, can you imagine even like during the attitude era, even doing an indie show must have been fucking shit hot. Like the the fucking like the tribute shows over here were doing fucking insane numbers. Aye. You know what I mean? Like, I, I remember going to tribute shows when I was a kid. Yeah. Just fully fucking packed. 
Like, imagine being able to wrestle in front of only fucking 2,000 people and all you got to do is pretend you're Kane. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I don't know, any day, man. I remember going to the pavilion and it was, uh, it was kind of like a half tribute show. There was like some kind of, I don't want to say indie guys, but you know what I mean? Like, they weren't pretending they were a WWE guy. Ah, yeah. Um, and then there was other guys, you know, like fake Rey Mysterio and whatever else. But fake Rey Mysterio was just straight up, it was just called Mr. 619. Um, <laughs> and then at the break, he sold scrap bits of paper and just wrote 619 on them. But like, that was it. Was come, come and get an autograph from... Uh, no, sorry, it was Mr. 619 Real Mysterio, no Rey Mysterio, Real Mysterio. So come and get your autograph from Real Mysterio. And he fucking, he just, that's fucking, he got a pad of blank paper and he's tearing bits of paper out and writing 619 and getting handed 20 quid a pop, man. And fucking everyone in the building must have got one, man. Like, they must have made a, a fortune that night. I am a good tribute. Like, sometimes, like, tribute shows, you would get something like, like, even the, bit, like, kind of, you know, you always say you're fucking getting Stone Cold or fucking Rock or whatever it was, tribute rock. But you'd sometimes get these random means you'd be like, never imagine it would, like, get like, even mid carders, but we didn't have like, Yeah. Here's like a tribute Gilbert or someone's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, Craiger telling me a story about like, he, like he'd went to a tribute show and he was fine with everything except it was like Crash Holly, or fake Crash Holly, obviously, <laughs> um, beat fake Chris Jericho um, in the main event or whatever. <laughs> And that that's what threw him off, and he was just like, "No, that that would never happen. It would never happen." He's right. <laughs> it was raging. Well, yeah, yeah, he was fine. That that's like that's what threw him off. Like UK Undertaker or the Stone or whoever else they fucking had. Hi, <laughs> there was a few. Like I was, there was there was one. I can't believe it. I was I was a fake expat. I get that. I saw. Uh, I know. I know. Robbie Brookside was. Or maybe it wasn't it was either Robbie Brookside or Frankie Sloan, one of the two used to be fake X Pac and then they would go backstage and shave and then would be Matt Hardy. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Um I can't remember. I think it was Robbie Brookside, but it could have been Frankie Sloan. I know. I you know, I remember hearing that one. Aye. Listen. That that's like I'd I'd have loved to have done like <laughs> even now, like if you see if the like I, you know that everyone online would be like if like a tribute promotion like tried to fucking pop up like everyone would be shitting all over them and fucking whatever else man i'd be on that so fast like make me john cena you know i'll <laughs> 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 be whoever you want man uh, do you want me to be hornswoggle you know, like <laughs> hey just just give us a shot <laughs> yeah fuck yeah man i'll be whoever the fuck you want i'm gonna be there tomorrow like <laughs> <laughs> i would love it man i got to be a great laugh it would like just just in a wee dress you don't ever really see it here. It's like, you see these kind of gimmicky promotions in America. You know what I mean? Where they do, like, you know, they like Shikara kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, Aye. you don't really see much of that out here. But I would quite like to do some of, some of that sort of stuff. Aye. It's like fucking... Like I said, fucking me and Bradley, like the Pauruti and Gallows thing. Like, we're massive Gallows fans. So like, yeah, yeah. Like, the, I don't know if you've seen, like, the Talking Shot of Manias. I've not, I've not seen the shows. I've seen like you know the posters and everything, but they do, they do look good. But I've not seen. Oh, them. the shows are fucking tremendous, and it's like that's the same kind, of, same kind of thing. Instead, just properly over the top fucking characters, like yeah, Dallas, yeah. sex Ferguson thing, and it's just, right, right, right. it's just like 
It's like pro like every eighties wrestler you've ever fucking seen, but just turned fucking like right right you're the fucking top. Yeah, it's, yeah. Fucking, it's tremendous. I mean, I, I seen all the I seen all the Southpaws and they were fucking they were I, Southpaw, I fucking love them. Like that, I have no idea why they didn't keep that up. Like that, that was brilliant, man. And they, like you can tell everybody's like enjoying doing okay. it. You know what I mean? So they, they should have kept that up, man. In fact, they did tease a third season of that. I right. Would that be last year or fucking? Like the start of this year, end of last year, they teased it. There was mm-hmm. a there was a promo with fucking Cena and who the fuck was the other fucking commentator? Fandango. Kind of he was. Like, Aye. There was a there was a teaser fucking trailer with the two of them and like no never came what. I was like I was, fucking cold, I, mate. Take I, take everything first. I was so fucking gutted. I was like. Ah. Ruined it for nah, that, that that would have been <laughs> class, man. I remember they put it in they put it in the game as well. It was in the fucking the two K twenty game. Like they done like oh it's just gonna be like a South Pod DLC, but it ended up being fucking the whole game was shit. But that could have been like the game could have been class for that as well. <laughs> yeah. but it was such a missed opportunity, man. If they just released a South Pod game, I would have bought that. Like, I would oh, yeah, like at me, I would, I would, if there was a Southpaw game, like I'd have that on pre-order, man. Like that would be excellent. That's right up my street. <laughs> Aye, fucking this fucking sea monster or fucking sea beast or whatever. Uh, sea creature. Sea, sea creature. creature, that was it. Aye, just all that was over brilliant, that. man. Mr. McElroy, nah, I love that, man. <laughs> I love that. Aye, it's tremendous. But, like, like we're saying about the fucking, the, like, if there is a game, I can you're begin your fucking, your wrestling games. Yeah. Aye. I'm so basically I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to collect every wrestling game that's ever been released, which sounded doable at first until I actually like, yeah, I... got on about it. And it's every time <laughs> that I think I'm getting close, I'm like I'll make a post. I'm like I've only got a couple minutes to go. You know what I mean? And then I find out there's like some whole other fucking series oh. that was only released in Japan or something. Usually, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, just like you know what I mean, like wild shit like that. Um, but I know I've I've got pretty fucking deep into it, man. I've got like. I've ended up buying fucking whole new consoles, like specifically to buy fucking games for it and stuff. <laughs> that's, that's dedication, like <laughs> yeah, like fucking Japanese consoles and stuff. Fucking oh my fucking god, sorry, it's a massive spider. Right, I'm back. <laughs> I just had vacated premises there. Be a fan then. Definitely not. Definitely. I hate spiders, man. Hate spiders. I'm sure that that probably made a good fucking teaser trailer or something for you. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do it. That's your clickbait. (laughs) Um, Aye, fuck that. Um, <laughs> but aye, wrestling games. Yeah, I, 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 I'd call my dad and there's backup. <laughs> um, I fucking. I can't even remember what I was on. What I was talking about. Ah, uh, at that end. It was somebody with wrestling games. Buying consoles, aye, that was it. I said, fucking, I've, I've ended up fucking buying consoles and everything. Just you know what I mean? So I can play all these like mad Japanese ones and everything and convertibles and all sorts. But I've ended up. Um, I spoke to a guy Gacked Off on Twitter at Gacked Off, um, and he's made a game called um, Ultraviolence. All right, okay. He, he's 
one of the, he's making it his style, so it's taken a while because it, you know it's literally like a one two man team. Um, but he's one of the guys who made the Arkham game. All right, aye. He, he, he worked on like the Batman game, <coughs> um, but he's got all sorts of like American guys and like um, John Wayne Murdoch and Ruckus and Alex Malone, you know, like sort of GCW and CZW crowd and stuff are all in it. Um, so that, I'm looking forward to that, man. So I'm going to be in that one coming up. Um, that's on, it'll be on, it'll be on consoles and PC and stuff. But Aye. follow um, at, I guess, at UVW, UVW Wrestling is for, you know, the game in general. And then at Gaxoff is, uh, is the guy that's making it. So quite glad to you know I mean, actually managed to get in one myself. I've been interested in that indie, indie wrestler. Aye. It popped up as well. So that's, Aye. that's quite cool as well. Um. I helped the guy get in touch with a lot of the, the veins and stuff for that one, but essentially, like, kind of, you know, it's sort of, a, sort of a, wee, a wee sort of mobile game, you know what I mean? You start off and you, you know I mean? go in various promotions, try to, so basically trying to get booked at like different promotions across like UK and Europe and whatever else, but that ended up with quite a few um, like sort of British guys and European guys and stuff in it, so that was quite cool as well. So I just wanted to check it if, if you know how to feel it. Aye. That's that's like I said, that's fucking that's good. Like, but you're actually getting in a game. <laughs> that is, it was definitely on the bucket list. You know I mean, like, I'm, well, I, I'm probably just as much into wrestling games as I'm this. But I like to, to, to actually get in one myself was, was pretty cool. Like, at first, it, obviously, I, I got the, the mobile game with um, with Indie Wrestler, but. With, with UVW, it's like a, it's like a whole different set of fish. You know I mean, it's like a full sort of a full on game. You know I mean? Proper game. I've seen he's put up um, some like, sort of gameplay um, sort of footage, and then he's like rendered the ruckus, and it just it looks brilliant, man. It reminds me of like Day of Reckoning. I don't know if you ever played that. It was on like GameCube. Vaguely remember, I like um, you know, remember like say like WrestleMania eighteen, like WrestleMania sort of ones. Uh, it reminds me of like, that, kind of, that kind of style of game. Um, so it looks, it looks pretty cool, man. I'm looking forward to seeing that. And if he, if he was on the Arkham games, I mean, he obviously knows what he's talking about, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. And it's a different concept as well, because it's always like, you know what I mean, like the sort of simulation, either like simulation or like arcade. You know what I mean? Like either, either one end of the spectrum or the other. It's like a deathmatch game. It's just a whole different set of things together. You know what I mean? It's just it's like... I think I've bought a 2K game since fucking 17 or 18, maybe. Like I did go through a run where I was like a good four or five fucking years and I was like, I'm buying them. Like, like there's no massive changes in them, but you buy them anyway. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool. Like, see, if they went back and done some of the stuff they've done in, like, fucking shut your mouth and all that. You remember, like, the, like, the story mode and stuff like that. Aye. I that for, you know what I mean? I was on in. Like, that was, that was brilliant, man. I mean, I guess they've kind of tried to do it, like, the My Career stuff, but it's just, it's not the same. Ah, it's not, I, like you said, it's not quite the same. Nah, not at all, man. Like, fucking shut your mouth. Um, that, that was that was the one for me. Like, yeah, on PS2, shut your mouth. The story mode where you you, know, you have to run about and find your tag part. Oh, man, that's, that's <laughs> I love that. 
I, I always liked fucking Adobe Stubby versus World. I think it was a, was a PlayStation 1, I wanted to say. Uh, N64. Uh, maybe on PlayStation 1 as well, but I remember it was, it was on N64. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good one as well. I did enjoy that. Did you, like, did you play the ECW games? I played, I can't wait which one it was. There was one of them I did have, I can't wait which one it was. Uh, there, was one, there was one on PS1, and then there was one that was on like N64. It would have been the PS1 one I had. Yeah. Aye. Um, no, I didn't enjoy it. I never thought that was shit, but uh, maybe I was just. It was ECW, I didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I fucking roasting the specs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant, man. Fucking fun, no matches, no, that was really good, man. Like, you, would, you didn't have to sit there and fucking your fucking attitude or it was just recreating all these fucking ECW wrestlers. <laughs> so, yeah, they were already in there because <laughs> that was all that was all I did when I was a kid like just fucking I'd, I chased the WWE game tag just by the ECW boys in it and just my ECW that's what I'm getting there. Um, I used to spend hours when I was like younger and it was um, this website and you would like you could go on and it would tell you like the exact specs Aye, that was the thing. You made like four or five of them, and then you got like, I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna I'll wing it. <laughs> they'll, look, they'll look vaguely similar, and then when I have moveset, <laughs> let's just I here's Crash Holly's moveset that'll do. It's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just the it's nonsense. So, it's, so, it's so, like, in-depth now, man. Like, Aye. Like, see, I see a lot of on, like, Twitter and stuff, like, um, the one, like, the, the same sort of thing, that, like, people making them themselves, like, and they look better than the fucking game. No, you know what I mean? The ones that you sort of can make them. Aye. Like, these people aren't making that stuff. Aye. Like you say, like, even fucking kid try to beat yourself, and you're like, Aye. you spend, like, a 10 minutes, you're like, I'm never getting this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, they, they must put fucking, they must take them. I will. Like, like I, here we, here's your ivories. How high up do we need them? I don't care. That's a bit like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I just, I just, it, just, it does not make sense. Like, how, like, that series of numbers is going to create the right eyebrows for Shane McMahon. You know? <laughs> Aye. So it's like, oh, it's, nah. <laughs> I, I, I gave all that up I said nah I've no time for all this I've better things to be needed <laughs> <laughs> you, you can download it all and you can upload them that's, that's easier aye so do, uh, is it just like in wrestling games or are you um, just retro games in general yeah, I just, just just games in, in general um, wrestling games was, I think I I started it um, the way I was collecting like wrestling consoles at first um, and then I started picked up all the kind of main ones that I was wanting. Aye. Um, and then I was like, right, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try and collect, you know, all of these wrestling games, uh, which then ended up, you know, I you know, introduced me, like I say, to all these different consoles that I hadn't even had seen before. Um, but I just, just games in general. Um, I was always really into, like, Cinematica, like, uh, AVGN and stuff when I was younger. Um, so I, I obviously... I had a fucking I had a PSP when I was younger, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if you played this Nintendo or stuff. Um, but like seeing like seeing it on like YouTube and all that kind of stuff, like got like that's what got me into it, you know what I mean? So it was um old Nintendo consoles at first I wanted to uh, collect those, then it was like the Sega and then started getting a bit more obscure with like 3DOs and all this kind of stuff. 
Yeah, One of my buddies, I'm sure it was a 3DO he had. I like fucking like Mad Dog McGraw and that fucking caper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sure Mad Dog McGraw's uh, 3DO. I've got the I've got a Thunder in Paradise game on the CDI. Like oh, holy shit! Like, <laughs> motion video kind of games, you know what I mean? Like it's fucking like, it's actually an interactive film with like, shooter segments. Aye. Like, fucking brilliant, man. Like, so easy. <laughs> I love it. Aye. I fucking like, like I said, like my buddy, he had a 3DO when he had that cape, I was like, like I was saying, that in it was 13 Ghosts or something. It was a hotel, and it was that. It was that like live action. Yeah, yeah. Bits yeah. in between. I was like, it didn't quite work. But it's like it's cool. Like, you worked around it. Yeah, but see, like I can, like I thought maybe at the time, like that's would have been like, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Was the 3D on it? Like I'm pretty sure, like the price on it was like insane. Like, like I was like, mental. Dollars or something like Aye. that. Like, that, <laughs> I was like fucking like three, four times more expensive than a fucking PlayStation or whatever it was. Yeah, it was yeah. The time was it? Was it mental? Thing and the, the games themselves were like fucking eighty quid or whatever it was. And it, like you know, Fulford must have spent so much money on like getting one of them, and it wouldn't have been supported for that long. Nah, you know what I mean? <laughs> these consoles like exactly you know I mean? a year, two years or something. You know what I mean? You spent fucking nine hundred dollars and they're not bringing out anything new for it. Like, <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? And that makes me feel like the fucking. I bought a Stadia the day that thing came out, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Founders Edition and everything. Um, and I mean, it's cool. Like, you get like the. Like, each month you get like three games and whatever. Aye. But, like, you had like, there's going to be all these Stadia exclusive games and there's like Google Game Studios and they're going to be making all this stuff and. They shut down all of the Google Studios and basically now it's just like a, a service where you could like have like Steam. You know what I mean? Like you can just go on and download games. And I'm like, ah, I feel so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I believed in this. There was one guy that like believed in this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, this is what I got. <laughs> See, I, w- I looked into fucking buying one of the is it Evercades. I looked into buying one of the, the the emulators. Aye. Yeah, folk keep saying about the emulation stuff, but like I don't know, I'm like I'm like OCD that way when I like it on like the original hardware and stuff. Aye. I've seen folk use like the, you know, like the emulator stuff and putting them in like the arcade cabinets and stuff. And I Aye. Like, oh, that, that, that's that that's good. Like, if my missus would let me, I'll be just in an arcade cabinet. I would, I'd instantly hate, but it's no day. I've no way for it. So see, like it doesn't, it doesn't seem like I've seen folk making kind of like tabletop ones, and it doesn't actually seem that difficult. Like. I think it, like, it looks a lot more hard than it is, because from what I've seen, a lot of them, it's just the wooden frames. Aye. It's a kind of stand, like, it's kind of basic monitor, and inside the cabinet is just, you know, like, a, your regular sort of PC pillow. Aye. Like, it's just running the emulation stuff, so, like, that, like, I, I mean, if, I guess if you bought the kind of frame for it, it wouldn't actually be that kind of expensive and stuff to do it, so. Aye. Watch this, I'm going to end up with fucking arcade games, but. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it's, like I said, if my missus would let me in, I would, I would instantly hear fucking just a rack of them, but in that, no <laughs> chance. Yeah, I know a guy who's got um, a Mortal Kombat machine, um, <sighs> like a, a proper Mortal Kombat machine that he says, like, when he plugs it in, like, you can go and watch the, the left, he just going, 
In fact, they sell they actually sell them in uh, Smiths, kind of toy yeah. shop. I I was in there, no, I was a couple of weeks ago with the fucking with the Berms, and they've got like the Mortal Kombat in the bit Street Fighter in, mm-hmm. and like a big Pac Man fucking can cabinet in the hand. And I sat there, I was like, oh, kids, fucking, look, you want this for your Christmas? Go and <laughs> Are you sure? Go and go bug your mum. Tell her you want this. <laughs> Put it on your list. <laughs> but it's like, I, 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 they weren't a cheap, like, like, they were best part, like, guts, like, 800 quid or whatever it was. Aye, I know the one thing shops now are pretty expensive, but it, people, people do say they like, make them on the right. Like, Aye. Like, like you're saying, for fitters, like, bits actually in them. If you had the fucking not, actually, if you had to know how to build a fucking cabinet, there wouldn't be that fucking much to put it together. I wouldn't have thought. No, no. and I, I mean I'm sure you could probably just buy the, you know what I mean, the actual frame itself. You know what I mean? Customize it, get a fucking Ultimate Warrior or some shit inside it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm planning a bit in my head. It's gonna happen as soon as I do it. <laughs> Aye. I will all be room for a shot. <laughs> I'll keep these posted. <laughs> Right, um, there's only one more thing I've got really got my notes that we haven't covered so far, and it's up to you if you want to get into it. I don't know how much I actually can about it, but it's the, the FCW show the other week. Ah, <laughs> um, I don't know what it was like. Um, it was during like, our fucking match. Again, Caleb, like Caleb's a he's a better FPWA guy now, but he's a wrestler, he's still a wrestling guy, yeah. like. Like, like he was on his way home for the show and he's like like message like I've got news <laughs> man like people have been saying before the show that he's going to come down to the fire I'm not going to say anything because you know what they want to fucking waste yeah. a breath that's what you can they want, they want their friends you know what I mean aye um, but aye it's, every, everyone knew he was going to do it like or do something at least. Aye. Um, and sure, you know what I mean. Sure enough, he he must have he must have had, like somebody in there watching the show because the timing of it was impressive. Um, it was like a fatal four way main event, and each of us made you know an entrance or whatever, and then as soon as the four of us were in the ring, just about to get started, fire alarm went. Um, so fucking, we're starting there and then, at, like. As soon as it went, I turned around and said to fucking, said to Wizard, you know, it was him. Like, you know, like, like we knew who'd done it. And I was like, he's fucking, you know, he's done it. Um, and then the fire alarm's obviously going off and everybody's just kind of looking about because everyone knows that, you know what I mean, everyone's kind of got an inkling that it's, you know what I mean, it's like, it's, it's not supposed to be happening. Right. Um, and we're, do you know what I mean, because again, we're all just kind of starting waiting to start wrestling and I'm like, to Wizard, I'm like, you know, <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do? Fucking we like over this fucking fire off, and uh, and his fucking mad Stevie Wizard body says like just just ignore it. Fucking fire alarms go just just ignore it. Are you gonna do something? Um, so I took the mic, yeah, just like yeah. In hindsight, I, like, I should I shouldn't even have referenced them at all. And I didn't say the name on it, and I was just like, there's another promotion in Dundee. Obviously, don't want to waste everybody's time. Like, like this. You know, the best night of wrestling we've ever seen. Um, but I shouldn't have even said that much. Um, but I, as soon as I said that, Wizard was kind of like, nah, we need to evacuate <laughs> the entire building. 
Um, so sure enough, like we're all outside and Caleb's my fucking my opponent, and I'm on his shoulders. So Aye, like, I saw the pictures of that. Chat, chat, FTW and everything else, but. Obviously, fucking kid, we've we, like the rest of them boys, like Scotty and, and fucking Bill, and they've all worked in there. They've worked yeah. for him. Like they started, they started doing shows in there, so they can fit his like. And like they've told us about that. Like we get it second hand, but it's like he's, he's still. And you think, again, he wouldn't sink that fucking. He wouldn't sink that fucking low, and then he sinks that fucking low. You think, you, it's a piece of shit. Me as well. Right, so you worked there, did you? Was it one? Yeah, like Scotty and all that all told me about him before. Um, and then I started taking dates for him. Like, but I was just getting started, you know. Aye, I mean? like, just want to work everywhere, aye. Yeah, I do. I just wanted to get about. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm that way where I'm like, I'll I, I be my own judge. Aye. And I'll, I'll, see what, you know, I'll see how he is. And, um, and I, I just, I probably shouldn't have listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but this isn't even like the first time we've done this. I remember when I done five star, like he 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 done his issues with five star. I mind a bit that. Like if you like, like think think about it logically, you know what I mean. Like five star probably would have worked with him. You know what I mean. Like he could he could he could have he could probably could have contacted his the vessels on guy worked with. Ah oh, well, again they were meant to be running Everdeen. I think I think that in fact we were actually meant to be involved. I mean, Archer. Exactly, ex- exactly, you know what I mean? Dave could have could spoke to, to Five Star before and could have said, you know, we, we're the only promotion in Dundee. We've been running here for years. Since you're coming in, is there any chance you can use a couple of our guys? Is there any chance you can let us stick some flyers at, at your show? Do you know what I mean? Like, but instead, they wanted to pick up a first and... Raise the SWR. She's the fucking biggie. He's the fucking godfather of Scottish wrestling. And this yeah, other yeah, fucking yeah. shite. It's like, oh, you get fuck you, boss. Yeah, Ray Mysterio and AJ Styles are coming down. And you're, but no, you, but no, you're the boss. You, you, you get to decide. No, Ray Mysterio will get back on your plane. You're, you're not <laughs> wrestling in Dundee. 
it's just what planet you on, man? Like saying out loud is just it just sounds ridiculous. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But that's I, exactly what he's like. It is absurd. You know what I mean? You could you could have worked with this promotion. You could have you could have got your guys for like you know thrown in even if it was if these five star shows were insane. Like even if they it was like yeah I'll throw some of the guys in the show, it still would have been better than fucking Jay Lethal or something, you know? What right. I mean? or like fucking John Morris, it would have been someone ridiculous on the three show as well, like some some American guy. But instead, you, you chose to let Evo take it and you know and just just right. it for all of his own. That's what I said. Just fucking well, doesn't make a difference to the five star. Like I can fucking I saw it on Facebook today, uh, Nathan Reynolds. He's turned around and says, I fucking hit idea. Like, he, again, he was working, he was he yeah. was planning it, or he said he, again, he was going to work with him in the future. But he's, I noticed, just before we come on here, I noticed he put someone on Facebook saying that he's not interested now. He's, he's not time for working for them. It's just, it's just, people are like, it's only worth the hassle. You know no. what I mean? Like, realistically, right, we're fucking, we're independent now. So, no the, no the blood from the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Like, 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 mad tough wars and all that. We're here to roll a bit in We're doing the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like, we have, as I said earlier, we've wrestling is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like, we should be working together. No or for each other and trying to work for this guy if you work for me. And, I'm going to come and pull the fire alarm at your show and I'm going to ruin your show and this, that, and the next thing and start, uh, I'm beefing with this guy and everything else. What? Like, <laughs> in, what, in what other industry does this happen? Nah, it's just nah. full of mad weirdos. <laughs> 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 what? Like, just get over yourself, man. Like, see, see if generally if everybody just put the fragile egos aside. Like, 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 Everybody could work together really well, you know what I mean? Everybody could be doing numbers, but there's some people who just don't want to be part of that and just want to you know, ruin things for other people. Because they think they're above it and or they think they're in charge or they found it out or what it's like. Aye, and like, I know we're talking obviously about one promotion, but it's just, it's, it's not even the same. There is, like, sadly, there is, you know, people like that in wrestling, but. You know what I mean? Hopefully, it does seem now, like nowadays in wrestling, following everything until like last year. Aye. Um, it feels there's there's a lot of there's a lot of younger people that are in sort of prominent positions. Aye. Um, and I feel like in general, everybody's feeling a bit more positive about wrestling. And, you know, I think, I think things, hopefully we'll, we'll sort of weed out folk like that. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a remnant of the past. The back in the day, people running about and pulling fire alarms at each other's shows and <laughs> reporting them to venues and cancelling their, you know what I mean, phoning up and cancelling their shows and all that. So it's, that's a, a remnant of the past and that's exactly what that promotion is as well. Aye, it's exactly what used to fucking stay, just in the past. Yeah, it, just... it'll, it'll get, it'll stick about for a bit like a bad part, but it'll get rid of it. You know what I mean? Aye. That's what it's needed. Aye, 100%. 100%. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a serious rant out the road. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said, I think I'd, I've, I've run through pretty much uh, the army notes. Um, I've only got one more thing that I like to do. Oh, good. 
and I don't know if you're a big music guy, but we'll find it. Okay. But like as as wrestlers, we like to do fantasy booking, like fantasy match or whatever. But because right. I'm a big music guy, like I'm, let's put together your dream gig, so you can hear, you can hear any band for any era or fucking alive or dead, however you like. So you've got an opener, a mid card, and a headliner. All right. And it can make as much or as little sense as you like. You could have three fucking headline bands. There doesn't need to be any sort of logic behind it. It's just if you were putting together your dream gig, three bands you would want you want to see. Jimi Hendrix is on there somewhere. God, be headliner. Jimi Hendrix is going to be headliner. And you, <laughs> you would have thought so. It depends who you're the two are. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix is a headlining and he's been opened by Tupac. Tupac's fucking opening it. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and we're going to have Johnny Cash in the middle to kind of, kind of level things out before we get Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> I bring the crowd down before they bring it back up again. Yeah, you know what I mean? Throwing some psychology on there, that's what you're doing. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Free sex, you know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> right, no, it's, that's a gig I would go like. I kind of say I'm a massive talking two-pack fan, but Johnny Cash and Jimmy Hendrix I get behind. Jimmy Hendrix, I just felt like... I, I would love to have like went to like Woodstock. Aye. You know what I mean? Like something like that, you know what I mean? Like the whole sort of I've always like been kinda interested in like the whole sort of like happy culture and all that. Like I just I just think that like that time in history was just insane. You know what I mean? Like that like we're talking talking about things being mad, like and wrestling and like yeah, you know what I mean, like eighties and nineties, whatever. Like the whole it seems like the whole world was just a bit mental then, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to have like I got to see like Jimmy Hendrix or something like you know, like Woodstock or whatever that would that would be like my, my sort of dream run, I guess. Aye. Like are you a big live music fan anyway or just No, just like just just in general, I just think like the atmosphere of that would just be you know what I mean? <laughs> obviously it's easy to say that in hindsight, you know what I mean? But like I, I just think I just think it would be incredible. <laughs> Aye. No, like you said, I've like you see, fucking like you say, and you see documentaries about Tanahan, just it just looked fucking mental. Like I'm no, a big, I'm a big, I'm a big festival guy. Or I used to be a big festival guy. I used to go a lot of fucking festivals, but like, like you see Woodstock, and it's like again, folk cutting about for like a whole fucking week. It's like fuck me. Like I couldn't yeah. imagine being at a festival for a whole fucking week. You see, like the the pictures and like all the motors are backed up from like, Aye. And, like all the people and everything. It just, it just looks insane. Like I love like. Like, like atmosphere stuff like that like if I was to see like Johnny Cash live I'd want to see him in like some like dingy bar in Memphis you know what I mean <laughs> like, it, it, feels, it feels the atmosphere of it feels appropriate you know? aye no that, that would be that would Woodstock would, would be my, my main one would Jimmy Hendrix at Woodstock aye I just I, just, I thought I meant like it's not one I would have begged you being a fucking Jimmy Hendrix fan but there we go <laughs> <laughs> I like I like him, I like about everything, man. Like, I, I, I'll be seeing Jimi Hendrix now, and I'll probably be listening to Elton John once I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I like about everything. 
See, I actually think, like I said, I'm a big music guy. And like speaking to the guys doing this, doing the same thing, I like, like there's guys like saying things like, you would never have fucking pegged them with being a fan of. It's like, holy That's f- a good question, man. Like, I get it. It's a bit different for the fan. Who, who's your favourite person? Aye. <laughs> um, no, 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 it's cool, man. What, so what, what would be like your three then? My three, I, I I did this a couple of episodes ago because nobody like nobody ever asked me till about fucking seventeen episodes in. Oh. <laughs> but my mine's was ACDC for like the Bond Scott era okay. was my was my opener. That's how wild it. <laughs> <laughs> like like the Highway to Hell tour or just just the one before he died. Like because he yeah, died yeah. the year I was born. I never saw it. Like I, I saw Brian Johnson a couple of times, but I never saw Bond Scott. So like that would be my opener. My mid card was Anthrax Faye right. when they played the Barrows in 2017, I think it was. They played a double set and I couldn't make it because my fucking second kid was born. Right. I couldn't go. And like they've released it live on DVD and whatever. And it's it's it just looks fucking tremendous. Obviously, because yeah. it's in the fucking barrows, it's like it's a, a venue that I've been to a few times. Yeah, oh, barrows sick, man. And then my headliner was it was one or two, well, it was Motorhead, but it was one or two gigs. It was either they played Portville Stadium in 1981 with the, like, the classic lineup of fucking Lemmy, Fast Eddie, and Filthy. Yeah. Which is widely regarded as, or it was in the Guinness Books of Records, Guinness Book of Records is the loudest gig in history. I don't know if it still is, but it used to be. Like they had the boss suit pensioners that lived around the stadium to Blackpool for the day because <laughs> it was that fucking loud. Excellent. So it was either that or I can't remember what the other one was. It was like one of the dates for the, like the Ace of Spades, like the No Heat, No Sleep for Hammersmith, the live album, like seeing the like the big massive fucking bomber rig and just seeing that fucking tour live. So that would have been Motorhead was my headliner. Wait, I, was there, you 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 probably know more more about this than me, but was there no some like Metallica concert? It was like the most, it was like the, the biggest attendance for any sort of live event. Or whatever. I'm pretty sure it was like a million people or something like that. But it was like something like ridiculous. I'm pretty sure it was. Well, that would be one of the ones in Rio. Rock in Rio's maybe, I, I, I think. I, I want to say Russia, to be honest. Russia? Somewhere. I'm pretty sure it was a Metallica concert. And it was like some like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the attendance number was like insane. You know I, mean? I don't know. I can't like the Rock in Rio's like, like. Obviously, fucking because it's in Brazil, like the fucking health and safety is very fucking lax. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just we'll just bat like half a million folk in here. It's fine. <laughs> Something like that would be fucking wild, man. I can imagine being in front of that many people. You know what I mean? Like I've seen like a couple of, like like Metallica or fucking like Iron Maiden or that. And you, like you see the crowd shots, and it's like they folk at the back aren't seen a fucking thing. No, fucking for you, man. Aye, but like that—that that was mine's fucking ACDC, Anthrax, and Motorhead. Because like, obviously, I'm a big fucking metal guy. Just fucking. I'm 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 trying to act cool, but to be honest, like the best band that I've ever seen live was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, See, I I like I like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like they're tight, like they're tight as fuck. <laughs> playing the game. So so good, man. They're all ancient, man, but like they still go for it. For that many guys to be on stage and play that fucking tight, it's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant, man. Like, I mean, it was like Tina Parker seen them at, and they were like the highlight of the weekend. Like, <laughs> brilliant. No, I, I can I, I can go a bit earthling and fire for them in the mood. It's like, I'm, 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 I'm like, 
kind of not not obscure, but like ones like that, I, I think are always like the, the most fun to like go and see live. I was really gutted that I missed like the Sugar Hill Gang done the fucking box of all places, which is this like tiny wee bar on top of the Marshall. Uh, which I was like kind of depressing that they were in the box, but at the same time I was like, fucking, oh, you know, of course I want to go see the Sugar Hill Gang. You know? yeah. <laughs> in fact, there was one. I don't. I think I've told this before, but like it was one Sonosphere Festival we went to at Nebworth. And they used to get like a smaller kind of band to play like the Friday night or whatever to kick it off. So mm-hmm. there was one year they had Bjorn again, getting the ABBA tribute band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mum was fucking daft and ABBA when I was a kid. So like I got it in the car. So I can't bear fucking lyrics that I cared to fucking mention. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's weird as fuck seeing just that crowd of fucking metal guys just singing along to fucking Dancing Queen. Now this came up the same and it, like that is one of the best fucking best nights a gig I've ever had. Just you know, yeah, it's like I have a tribute band. I I do I do like <coughs> to go to like a like a metal concert or something in Denmark. I've never, I've never done it, but like I know that or, like heavy metal and that's really big in like Scandinavia, and I think that would be like a really good atmosphere. Like, not not like anyone in particular that I want to see, but just like a metal concert in general in, in Denmark and Copenhagen specifically, I think would be would be a lot of fun. Aye, I can't like the Scandinavia, like Scandinavia and in Germany, but they're bigger than metal there. Yeah, a hundred percent, absolutely, man. And that is exactly the kind of place where you, you could find like a metal band being opened by an Abba tribute band. Aye, maybe that is like prime real estate for that. Aye, <laughs> all over that. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Get it That's booked. Scandinavian crowd home happy, man. <laughs> yeah. But with that, I think well, it's, it's time to shut this down. All good. All so good. so we, we've had a laugh in the caper, so let's fill the couple of hours. Thanks for coming on, and and hopefully we'll see you down the road sometime. And fucking catch you I, back at WrestleZone. Absolutely will, mate. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be back up at WrestleZone at some point. About to happen. Hassle and Dylan, the DMs. Get we'll get we'll get another rejected at Union going next year for the imports exactly. for the bringing in. people live again. Aye, but thanks for that. That's been fucking brilliant. Thank you very much for having me on.